up, everybody? Welcome to the Bros and Guns podcast. Michael caught me laughing again. It's not like it's a surprise. It happens every time. <laughs> I don't know why. There's always like something that pops into my head like right before we start, and now it's just the thing I can't get out of. God, jeez. Um, but welcome, everybody. Bros and Consoles podcast coming to you each and every weekend, um, bringing all the video game news and releases that you need to know about. Um, my name is Nathan Choquette, the Trophy Titan, accompanied by Michael Ponerero, Sonic's number one fan. Yeah. How you been doing, Michael? Good. It's It's been a busy week. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's been a lot of things going on this past week. A lot of aspects. <laughs> oh my gosh, so much stuff, guys. Like We have things coming up. We got the Game Awards results that are finally in. Mm-hmm. We had a Sony State of Play. We had a Nintendo Indie World. Yep. And a freaking first look at xbox's next console that is true yeah oh my gosh but we'll tell you guys about that in just a little bit as you guys know <laughs> we had a lot to do this past week we do basically we we kind of do well i don't know how much how much do you do in terms of like writing all these things down as things happen do you like go through and do crazy stuff like me <laughs> not by any means okay. for, for the game awards i i wrote stuff down and that but normally i just watch it and then the things that popped out of my mind stay in my mind, and I just oh, okay, okay. That. make like the like kind of like Michael's highlights, yeah, like bookmark kind of things. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, usually when when we get ever get some kind of like award show or uh, what's it called? what are they called uh, showcase mm-hmm. or what's what is E three considered like a um, oh, show like a presentation, presentation kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any kind of stuff like that. Conference. Usually, I'll yeah conference. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> um, I'll go and I'll write down every single announcement and my hand starts cramping and i'm just like oh my gosh crazy so much so much stuff going on here (laughs) but it's like i want to be able to like remember these things so i can just i have a single notebook that carries like the last like few years of basically just all these different things Mm -hmm. so i'm just like okay i can always just flip back and be like it was this year that we we heard about this and they said it was coming out here (laughs) it would be funny to be an icebreaker you're meeting somebody who's like oh by the way two years ago at e3 2016 this (laughs) That's how you do it, you know. You gotta gotta have all the news when you need to use it. Oh gosh. Oh, but yeah, I I, I don't know. I, f- I forget when I started doing it, but yeah, now that I started, I'm like I can't stop. I can't and stop. This, this notebook can't that I got is stop. like almost full now. I've got I'm like more than halfway through it, and I'm gonna need another notebook eventually. You multiple notebooks probably. Probably, <laughs> probably multiple. I should probably just because um, like when we do the the show notes, I write it on like a big um yellow like what are they called legal pads basically right yeah we'll go with that yeah we'll, we'll call them legal pads <laughs> the, the big like yellow notepads that basically you can buy in bulk at costco and stuff right so i write everything on there that one is actually coming up on like almost being finished as well and that's like 100 pages per Jeez, pad man. which is crazy it, it it does make sense though because you have very nice handwriting Oh, thank you. Like if I had I nice that. handwriting, I would be writing all the time too. But I have garbage handwriting, so <laughs> that's that's the reason why I avoid writing. Notes. That is the reason why. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, so we go through all the different things, and we'll kind of jump into that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we go ahead and jump into the show, if you guys have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to write in brosandconsoles at gmail dot com. And I'm with the show. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I thought you were gonna to, like say the Twitter and just game stuff. Like, wait, that's real early. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll do it towards the end. Um, but let's go straight into segment one, Michael. What are you playing? Oh man, I'm playing some games. Oh man, I have played one, a two, a three, ooh, a four, 
Should I play this one? No. Okay. Four. Yeah, yeah there's four. <laughs> I thought you were doing that, like, you know, the, the owl the for the Tootsie Pops. Two, woo, three. <laughs> three. Um, so the first one I played was some more Hollow Knight. Mm, okay. And, man, I cannot talk any more highly of that game <laughs> than I have been. Like, just, I've never been more invested in even, like, side minor characters uh, in yeah. any game that I have with these guys. Like, you're gonna play it eventually, right? Oh uh, yeah, 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 I'll eventually get to and it. I, I, so I can't really spoil anything. Yeah. But there's characters that you that you find, and then as the game progresses, you go back to them, and things change, and it's uh, okay. you're, you're like, oh, this is so like the depth that they've went for a fifteen dollar game. Yeah. Is Was it really fifteen? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Insane okay. to me. Yeah. I'm finding secrets all the time. There's, I'm, I, there's this YouTube guy who's strictly does his youtube videos just on hollow knight oh yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. he's really good but mm-hmm. it's it's so good like i i will talk into length of how good this game is and like all the things i like about it eventually once yeah. i do beat the game yeah i'm not even okay i'm close i could be the game if i wanted to now oh okay yeah get the last mask go up and beat the, the boss or whatever yeah yeah but there's still so many other bosses and things i can collect uh, and do beforehand okay. yeah. i'm gonna try to do that first uh, okay okay um, been playing that, and I'll stay with the Switch. Um, and then I jumped into more Hat in Time. Oh yeah, yeah. Playing. I, I don't know if I'm like in a, in a platformer mood. Yeah, or I, I was just, say, or I really like yeah. platformers. I might just really like platformers, yeah. even though you said that's your like your favorite type of game, right? I, did I say platformers? That? I think so. That would make sense. Like, it was like platformers, and then like next runner up would be the uh, oh the roguelike yeah kind of games. that would make sense because I I have a lot of platformers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible at them, but for some reason I keep going back to them. Um, Hat and I, Hat and Time played a little more of that. Yeah, yeah, not too much of that. And then for some reason, um, not for some reason, I was watching The Completionist again, oh, yeah. and he was doing a video on Suda Fifty One oh, and his yeah. na- new game Travis Strikes Again, No More mm-hmm. Heroes, where No More Heroes Strikes Travis Strikes Again. Yeah, and I've never played any of those games. I've oh, always yeah, wanted yeah. to, but mm-hmm. I was like, ah, just not for me. Yeah. Um, and he did a review on it. And he said it was pretty good and stuff. There's things here and there. Suda 51 is very weird. Yeah, yeah. But I saw in the Switch store, it was on sale for fourteen ninety nine. Oh, that's pretty good. The yeah. first one or that? Uh, that? Travis Strikes Again. Okay, gotcha. No More Heroes. I'm like, oh, I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah. Bought it and three hours in and oh my gosh, I don't... <laughs> I don't know how he comes up with half the stuff that's going on in this game. Yeah, yeah. Again, they're... they're there's the previous game, so there's that backstory because I don't really know the character too well. Yeah. It's like he, I think for people who s- are unaware, he's like a, an assassin, yes. right? And he fights all these other assassins. Yeah, and he's like the top-ranked assassin, or he was. Yeah. In this one, it's like so far in the future. I think like a couple months or something. Mm-hmm. And he's retired and he's going away. Uh, but there's okay. this other guy called Badman. He's, he has like a weird like Mankind, the wrestler mask on kind of thing on his face. Oh, okay. yeah. And apparently Travis killed like his daughter or something mm. in the first one or something. Maybe I think she was might have been an assassin too or something. Probably. But he he wants revenge and then he goes to find Travis in the woods and his like trailer thing and he's about to bash Travis with a bat and then the video game system Travis is playing it's almost like that, you know, the power glove. Oh yeah. It's yeah. almost like that. And then it like for some reason sucks them both into the console. Oh my gosh. And it's like I forgot, I think it was called the Death Drive. Okay two i think the console's called yeah, yeah and it like brings you into the game and the more you go into the game like it, you start like losing your mind kind of thing oh geez but right. you're playing these different games that 
are in the system and it's kind of same gameplay mechanic but different like concept uh, okay. so like the, the levels are different concepts yeah so the, like the first one is like a just a like run and gun and you're just hacking and slashing mm. uh, second one is like a weird like puzzle neighborhood thing you're trying to find like a mystery like a serial killer that's oh, the one weird. i'm now okay. i think there's like a couple other ones and you get a bunch of collectibles in these things but the cool thing is um he apparently sued as a huge fan of indie games obviously yeah, yeah. and so all the collectible shirts and um uh, some of the game design is based on other indie games. Oh. So there's Hollow Knight, there's oh, that's awesome. yeah. Enter the Gungeon, there's uh, Hotline Miami. I think there's over 100 shirts and collectibles you can get, and they're all just different indie games. Oh, that's really and cool. Companies. Yeah. It's really, really cool. I was saying, when you were saying all this, I was like, are they all, dig- are they all like Revolver? What are they called? Digital, Devolver Digital? Revolver Digital, yeah. There's a lot of them, but they're not all Revolver Digital because there's Hollow Knight. <laughs> Devolver Digital. Devolver Digital. <laughs> um, but yeah, I played that for a couple hours really yeah, real weird i yeah. like it it's not blowing me away yeah but yeah. for 15 dollars, i think it's definitely worth it oh nice um and then the last game i got or played or i did get mm-hmm. i turned on the ps4 oh wow i know crazy oh well, the Man. ps4 is always on yeah so i turned true, on the yeah. ps4 to play games uh-huh. and um i also was watching the completionist again and he was doing a review on ukulele oh and i'm like yeah. oh, okay and it was, it was on sale right yeah 10 bucks yeah yeah exactly. and i've heard not great things about it. people are like oh man this is this is not a great game they could have done better basically but he liked it he like oh, okay, he like yeah. platformers he like banjo kazooie if you like this kind of stuff yeah i think it's great i was like okay, okay i'll try it got yeah. it for 10 bucks and it's great oh, nice. i don't yeah. see obviously i'm sure when people first bought it there was like glitches I, and they've patched yeah. it since then and stuff mm. and like other things but it's just a like a wholesome um, banjo kazooie or or yeah, it's um, like a like a character platformer yeah. that you could probably play with your kids kind yeah, of yeah or like. tack or there's there's a lot of adult stuff in it too like oh is underhand there really? jokes yeah they're uh, one of the okay. the characters you get um, upgrades from yeah. to upgrade is it, is that trouser snake is trouser that, snake that's yeah what I remember. <laughs> things like that it's hilarious. Yeah. But, but he's cute though. It's like he he he's he's, he's like named business. that because he actually he what is it? He wears like a pair of pants. Yeah, and he's it's like, like a businessman. His, his like snake a... body like loops through the pant legs so that he's like walking and it's like he has pants on. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah. The story is not anything like revolutionary, yeah. but it's it's a good platformer story, and I think um, oh, okay. and I'm really enjoying it. I think there's um, I don't know how many levels are, but you can go into the world. And there's the base world, and after you collect a number of pages, because you're trying to collect a book, yeah, yeah, that got stolen from you, and the pages ripped out. Uh, um, once you get a certain amount of those, you can upgrade the level, and that level expands. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So you'll unlock more things. You'll get the boss. Like the towers will grow bigger, and there's more things you can go around and stuff. Oh, interesting. It's really, really cool. And I'm glad I bought it. And I'm glad I'm watching the completionist because I bought three games. Yeah, from yeah. watching his channel. <laughs> I know one of the games that I remember hearing not like super great things about, um, I think from like specific places and stuff was uh, Days Gone. Oh, yeah. And I, and I remember the completionist like he or Gerard, he he played through that and did a thing on there and he, he thought it was really great. I know. It's, so, so I'm like, OK, like one, yeah. that's why I haven't like given up hope on like playing that eventually. I'm just like, OK, like I, I, I can feel good about probably getting mm-hmm. this because there are people that did enjoy it a yeah. lot. So. And I, his rule is like. You can hear what people say about the games, but until you try it yourself, oh yeah, yeah, and see how you like it, then 
it's hard it's hard to know if, you, yeah. if you'd enjoy it or not exactly yeah. But yeah, those are those are the games I've been playing this week. Yeah. Um, I think I've done a similar number. I think I did. Uh, let's see. Well, I think it looks like six. If I'm just okay. counting real fast. Yep. Similar number. Um. So I play. Is this, is it, Close. Is this four, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not even numbers, right? Um. So I played a little bit more Pokemon Shield. Okay. I'm slowly chipping away there at that, that big old Mon block. You know what I'm saying? Any more badges? Um. How many was that last time? Two. Two? I have three badges. Now. Oh man, look at you. Oh man, look at me. <laughs> Uh, so I have three badges now, and they're like, "Oh man!" So I, I liked after the you got the third badge from what is what's the dude's name? Kai- K- Kato or something? I was gonna say Kaibo. That's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, or Kaiba. Kaiba. <laughs> Kaiba. Yeah, Kaiba. I forget what his name is, but the the fire gym dude. Yeah, right? he, who, he's pretty cool. I yeah. liked him. Um, but it was nice that like after you got his badge, then like all three of the previous gym leaders like come up to you at the end, and they're mm-hmm. just like, "Hey." Like congratulations! Like you've made it past where the majority of contestants don't make it past. I'm like, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so it's like a little congr- congratulations kind of thing, pushing you on your way to the next area. Mm-hmm. And then I think after that is where I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play some other things because I'm doing pretty good right now. Right, feeling good. Yep, only about 500 hours in. I only have three badges. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I'm. I think on this, I I didn't turn on the switch to see how many hours, but on the um, what's that called? You know the your profile stats about yes. like where it shows time after like so many days or something. Um, I think it says I'm, I'm over a little over 30 hours. Oh, okay. Played. So I'm like, okay, that's, Not that bad. sounds, that sounds about right. Um, so I played some of that. I started the legend of Zelda, the wind waker Ooh. HD on that sweet Wii U over there. Oh man. Best console ever. Oh man. <laughs> so started playing that. And um, it's, it's funny cause the, the HD version is like how I remember the game looking and stuff. Yeah. Because I remember I started it up again when I brought a bunch of stuff back from Hawaii because um, I, I brought my GameCube disc and was playing it on there on the, well, I should say, I play, played it on the Wii on the big screen and then had gotten a, what was it? I think I had gotten a 1080p kind of like output converter basically okay. um, off Amazon <clears throat> so that because of the the Wii only has the, plugins for like the you know like the yellow white and red cables like the the audio video kind yeah. of things and so I, i'd originally gotten this converter because i was going to play it on the gamecube and then realized that the gamecube was freaking out and so i couldn't actually like use it uh, so i switched over to the wii which still had that same type of thing so i was like okay i can still use it and it's fine um but on the large tv like the tv that we have in the living room yeah basically it was like <clears throat> too large for the the game like the old version of the game and so it didn't look right and i was just like oh this is so weird <laughs> yeah. like it's it's like the the characters and the things on the screen were like too stretched out you oh, know no, yeah. like in the sense that like something just seemed <laughs> off it didn't seem like quite as crisp as like i remember it right and so playing the hd version though because i just obviously there's no save file so i just started it over uh, playing that though i'm like oh this is how i remember it looking you know <laughs> this is right in my memory everything's hd of course know? of course nostalgia is a bad yeah. tool <laughs> it's, nostalgia makes things <laughs> tough you know but but then i was like oh, okay so I was, i'm going through there i think i got the first what is that the the din orb or something like that right the the one that, that you get at the the roost island or whatever it's called i think i remember it's been a while yeah it's like you you help the dragon out because the centipede thing is pulling on his oh, tail yeah right? okay yeah and you get the the what do they call it the grappling hook yes. or whatnot um so yeah so i just finished that area and then um i I'd had to order a uh what's a wii u pro controller 
because I'm oh. like playing this on the gamepad is rough. Like I can it's, imagine. It's huge. It's like I'm holding a Switch, <laughs> right. but bigger, and then trying to play and watch the screen and stuff. And while I admit it is nice to have the gamepad because then you can just do the item management on there, and that's just like dragging and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's like pretty intuitive as far as like gameplay wise, but holding that thing the whole time, I'm just like, there's got to be a better way. And so I was just like, all right, it's time to just get a <laughs> just get a pro controller so I have this I have a new one now and I can keep playing it. Um, then I played a game that I didn't know when I was going to start playing. And I was like, you know, let's just do it now. So I started Dishonored 2. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, man, I'm feeling, I'm feeling in the mood to, to go back and play these games. You finally. know what's funny? That's the other game I bought with ukulele. Oh, that I just there you go. Played yet. Anyway, you got Dishonored 2 or? Uh, Dishonored 2 and ukulele. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. No, I was going to say, did you get that one or did you get the... Um, What's the, it's, it's the, 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 no, so there, there, so there's Dishonored 1 and 2, right? And then there's the one that, like, finishes oh, the, the series out, yeah, Death no, of yeah. the Outsider. There we go. No, just number 2. Oh, okay. Because okay. I think that one was, like, 10 bucks, too, around there. Yeah, I think it, it looked like it was, it was on sale for a good price. Uh, but, yeah, so I started playing some more of that, and then I was just like, okay. I remember watching, I think, you play, like, the tutorial levels, so I was like, okay, I know what to do here, yep. go through, and then I finally ended up playing, like, the first, like, stage area. And I was like, okay, I remember, I remember what it's like to be in the Dishonored universe yep. now, and it's pretty fun. Did you pick uh, Corvo or the, his daughter? Uh, I picked uh, Emily, okay. the, the daughter, because I was like, I played as Corvo the first game. <laughs> I'm ready to try out uh, Somebody what's new. called. I'm ready to try out Emily, because I, I believe, if I remember correctly, they have different powers. So, like, obviously, if you played the first game, you probably know what powers Corvo roughly has. Corvo would have. He may or may not get new powers. I don't mm-hmm. know, but... Uh, but Emily has a different power set, so I'm like, okay, I wanna I wanna explore these ones and see how that goes. Right. Uh, but yeah, so I'm playing through that, and I got some more things in the mail um, from the the GameStop sale okay, that yeah. was going on. So I started uh, Dragon Warrior Monsters Two: Kobe's Ooh, Journey. Okay. I originally, when I was a kid, I played um, it's like Counterpart, which was Tara's Adventure. Okay. And it's like you play as like one of these two brother sister combo. And then, um, yeah, so I started playing it, and I'm like, okay. I remember, I remember like, every single beat in, like, the beginning area of, like, this game because it was, it's just so, like, fresh, I guess. As soon as I started, I'm like, oh, yeah. I remember this music and, like, all these, like, weird, like, creatures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be a nice trip down memory lane, you know? <laughs> but it was mainly to make sure that the, I had to go through and make sure all the different things that I got were working. Right, Because they're all right. pre-owned stuff. Um, so I ended up playing that for like a half hour or so. Got to the area where I could actually finally save, mm. which I didn't realize was so far into the oh, game. Where it's like you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't save until you were like, well, I mean, he might be okay because because you forget to save a lot. That's true. That's true. That's a fair point. <laughs> but the but yeah, it's like it's like it took roughly like a half hour before I was finally at a point where I could choose to save, and I was like, okay, I'll save here, and then I can come back to it later. Kind right. Of thing. Um, and then I played. A little bit of Golden Sun. Because I got the, the Game Boy Advance version of it again. Nice. Now I can bring it with me wherever I want. There you go. So you I think completely I, beat it. Yeah, I got I still have to. I haven't beaten it ever. Yep. I just realized. And I'm like, yeah, I got to do this now. Uh, so I think I'm like two and a half hours in oh, something. or so. Yeah, not too bad. I still remember like roughly like how things are in the mm-hmm. game, like what to do and whatnot. So going through there and then eventually I'll get to stuff that I haven't seen before. But it's going to take a little while. You know what's really bad? I just realized. Mm. I think that <clears throat> we, neither of us, yeah, at yeah. least in all these times we've done this, I don't think we've gone back to play any of our old games that we have. Maybe here and there, but it's always like a new game we buy. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, we're going to play this new game. And our old games just like, yep, we yep. have these, but 
<laughs> no. Another day. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I know. I noticed the two that that that's. I think there's a there's a little project I'm working on that I'll probably talk about like as it gets closer to the end of the year, because um, I'm I'm counting up the games that I've gotten like within this year and then trying to make a list of the oh, ones that I right. finished and stuff. I think you mentioned that last time, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we might have talked about it, yeah. Um, but what's it called? Oh, and then yeah, just real quick aside, um, the episode, the the lost episode fifty two is up now oh it it's it's it finally made it through our I ended up three hour yes <laughs> so i ended up um because i contacted the um the company and stuff right uh, anchor mm-hmm. um let them know what had happened they got back to me and they needed like specific information so i told them kind of like how basically how we had like recorded it and uploaded it and stuff like that and then oh, yeah. they they i was waiting for like another reply back and i was like oh i don't I haven't heard back from them, but then I think like a day or two ago, I was just like, oh, it's it's on here now. What the heck? And so they must have fixed something on their end and they just not said anything. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, now it's up. So it's all fine. Wow, three hours and 20 minutes. Man. Yep. It was a long episode. Oof. <laughs> I don't know how we but, get yeah. to use our voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. I think I remember it being like pretty like, like fresh and yeah. stuff at the end where I was like, oh man, I got to go drink something. But yeah, so for people who... who were were curious about it. It is up now. You you sh- you'll probably have to go and like look down a few episodes, but it's there. Probably. Um, but okay. But getting back to it, so I played some Golden Sun and then tried out a new game, as we do. Yep, as we do. <laughs> um, called My Friend Pedro, Blood oh, Bullets Bananas, the Devolver Digital one. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it was it was talked about in the the game awards. It was in some uh, nominations for like indie game areas, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I've. I remember seeing this game on like a gigantic screen at, at PAX, and I was like, "This looks really cool. I want to play it." But that's that's so far away. I think I think yeah. at the time it was it wasn't even out yet, and I'm just like, "Wow, I'm probably not gonna play it mm-hmm. like, for a while." And then when it did come out, I'm like, "Wow, there's so many play. things I have. <laughs> there's so many things I have to play right now." Um, but because it's on Game Pass, I was like, you yeah, know, I'm just gonna that's play right, it. Yeah. So downloaded it, started playing it, and it's it's a lot of fun. Is it a lot of fun? It's it reminds me a little bit of, um, you know, the, uh, how we talked about in the last episode, um, Enter the Matrix. Oh, yeah. So there's a slow-mo mechanic within um, My Friend Pedro that you can slow down time. And when you do do the slow down thing and you jump, you do like these like flips in air and you can you can press certain buttons to like focus your because it's like a you have two guns kind of thing. Like you, sometimes you start off with one gun, but then you pick up another one, and now you're doing dual wielding. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can hold, uh, I think it's like the left trigger, to keep the aim on an enemy like within range and stuff, and then control the other one so that you can shoot two people at once kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. And then when you add in the slow-mo effect, you're doing like basically these like Matrix-esque kind of like moves and things and then when you want to dodge bullets you press another button and then you do these like ballerina twirls and stuff which helps you dodge bullets so is it kind of like because i remember the only slow motion game i remember is max Payne three Oh yeah, is it yeah. kind of like that, like bullet time? Kind of, bit? kind of like that. Yeah, there's there's a meter that slowly drains mm-hmm. when you're using it. Um, but yeah, I mean, using it helps you do like these these crazy like acrobatic things and stuff, so that you can basically play through a level like very like fluidly. Right. And then and at the end of each level, um, there is a kind of breakdown of these points, and so you get points based off of kind of like how quickly you finish the level, getting rid of all the the bad guys in there, and then few other things and stuff mm-hmm. so since speed is one of the the factors and stuff and gaining extra points um 
the the slow-mo helps you to actually like you know aim and do things while going through quickly mm, basically right right strategy and stuff yeah but it's 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 real fun so far though. Oh, that's cool. It's very like quirky, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I mean it makes it makes sense. You're the part of the game is that a banana is talking to you and yeah. helping you get through <laughs> these places. Friend Pedro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your friend Pedro is a banana, and it's just like all right, this this game. <laughs> Something's wrong with your brain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty cool though. That's cool. And then there, since it's in like the very beginning of the game, it's not really a spoiler, I think. But I think it's somewhat foreshadowing um, in a way where. Um, in the beginning of the game, when you first taught about the slow-mo mechanic, um, you go into, I don't know, this this kind of like fake reality world all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And um, the banana says, it's like, oh, this is where I go every time I disappear in the real world kind of thing. And you know, I'm like, okay, well, that's that's weird. <laughs> it's a little weird. But it's, you're a talking banana. It's fine. Um, so he brings you there. And then he's like, hey, you can practice in here. And he's like, try using the slow-mo thing. And he tells you about it and stuff. Um, and then he, what he does is he, yeah, he tells you that you can do this and he, then he's like, let me show you how to do a flip. And he, you can see the banana, like he disappears and then like appears on your head basically. And then you lose control of your character and your character starts running and does like these flips and stuff. And I was like, whoa, this is weird. This is really (laughs) weird. I don't know how I feel about a banana taking control of me. But I'm He's like, gonna this be the secret villain. Yeah, that's why I'm like, this is this is definitely foreshadowing, most likely. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, that's I'm like, creepy. this is like 95 percent foreshadowing. I'm glad you where got the that banana extra 5% can, just yeah. in case it's wrong. <laughs> just in case, yeah. <laughs> Gotta cover my bases, of course. But uh, I'm like, this is like 95 percent foreshadowing that this banana is gonna take over my body eventually, oh, and then I'm gonna have to fight a banana or something. What more could you want, you know? Yeah, but but it's a lot of fun though. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go through and play this game. I don't know how long it's gonna be. I can't imagine but, super long. Yeah, I mean, since it's broken down into individual levels, there's got to be like I don't know some certain number of levels. Let's say like if it's like 35 levels, that sounds like a good amount. Yeah. Then I could probably finish this within like a day, kind of thing. So yeah, I think it's it's a lot of fun though. There I'm looking go. forward to doing some more crazy antics with this banana. That's your friend Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> But let's go ahead and go from there, Michael. Enough, enough about Pedro, because Pedro doesn't have the news. No, he doesn't. But we do. We do. In the Propinia Report. That's a Sonic song. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I kind of recognize the song. <laughs> it's the I Sonic Racing. The, yeah. <laughs> I forget the words. I don't need to I don't know the words. That's why. Sometimes the chili dogs brighten up your day. Oh, that was it. Yep. That's that all right. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, this week, the Ropinion Report, we have a total of six items, Michael. And it's like six or seven, depending yeah. on how you count it. The last, the last two could be two, mm-hmm. but I kind of just smushed them into one. So, six or seven. Six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a good half. <laughs> Good old half. <laughs> the first one this week, Michael, is the one that we've talked about for the last few weeks. And that's basically going over the results of the Game Awards and their various announcements during the show. Mm-hmm. So, well, we should, overall, we should oh, yeah, yeah. start off with mm-hmm. that you destroyed me in predictions. <laughs> like, I was keeping tally of it as it was going on, and oh, we were yeah. like, even for the first couple, like, okay, boom. And then, yeah, yeah. boom, okay. 
okay he's he's definitely pulling away now <laughs> <laughs> that was that's that's what i enjoy about these like award things and stuff because i'm just I, I like going through and being like okay like am i am i in in tune with like gaming peoples and stuff you know i want to know i want to know if i'm just like off my rocker over here being like bring back golden (laughs) sun kiddos or if it's like things like you know where i i I get a general consensus of what people enjoy and stuff right and so i'm like okay this this makes me feel good um yeah we can we can go and go through that so the predictions i'm not going to go through well we'll go through the we'll go through like the winners and stuff yeah and then We'll just we don't go have ahead. to do we'll, like the we'll through the, ones yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fine. Um, I mean, I think all those things are really fast. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the predictions and stuff, so there was a total of twenty nine categories. We made predictions in all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a so at the end of everything, we had a total. Mike had six out of twenty nine, so it's Boom. a twenty one percent. Oh man, pretty pretty good. Great grades. And then I had a fourteen out of twenty nine. Yep, that's what I got. So forty eight percent. I was, I was very I was very happy with that. Makes me feel better. We're both failing technically. But, yeah, you know we're still there. <laughs> hey man, hey hey. hey. <laughs> well, okay, because I was looking. I was obviously I'm watching like watching that stuff, and then later on I went and watched like uh, the the kind of funny guys yeah. go through their things because they also did prediction things. Mm-hmm. But I was like, we're we're doing pretty good, mm-hmm. like compared to like people who have been in the industry for a long time. You know, uh, I think. And to I be also... fair, these 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 oh, yeah. these award shows are. I want to say they're like hard to pick but i wouldn't say they're easy to predict no because yeah, it's yeah. a lot of it's journalists and mm-hmm. critics and voting for stuff yeah like we're we're not we're not in the journalist inner circle or no anything. yeah so it's like <laughs> if we can if we can do decently like this and i think we're we're, we're fine pretty well um here we go so the i'll just i'll throw up the to show like comparison wise so the uh guys are kind of funny uh greg tim fran and imran and barrett as well a little bit mm-hmm. um so was it they did a total of 23 predictions uh, the final count for them so everybody so greg fran and imran all had eight right oh nice that's a uh 35 correct kind of thing and then tim pulled away by one point and had nine out of no, 23 good for tim i know man i was like man it was the i forget it was it was the random I think towards the end it was like the the crash team racing one oh, like yeah. them over the top and I was like wow I'm man. glad that one won though yeah that was that was pretty good uh, but yeah and I think yeah that was what thirty nine percent for Tim and then I think Barrett only put in his thing for like six different stuff and he got two of them oh, so okay. it's like a thirty three percent so not, not too bad. bad not bad so I was like okay if we're if we're roughly around like where people in the industry are around then I think we're doing pretty yeah, well yeah I agree know? I agree but let's go ahead and go over the well, I have to flip pages now. Let's go over the kind of like different awards and announcements and things like that, Michael. Mm. And we'll try to go through quickly because there was a bunch of there stuff. There was a lot, yeah. The show was what, like three, three and a half th- hours. Something along those lines, yeah. yeah. And we're not going to. You take out Green Day and Grimes. Oh, yeah, and that's true. Yeah. Uh, church or something Churches like that. or something like that. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go through. We'll go through beat by beat. We don't have to talk about every single thing because some of them are pretty quick. Um,. But the very first thing that we started off with was kind of the pre-show, which mm-hmm. was like a half hour long. The Sydney Good Goodwin, Goodwin. I think so. Yeah, from, from IGN. IGN. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so she was hosting the the pre-show. Uh, the very first thing they talked about was the best community support award, mm-hmm. in which Destiny Two got it. That was that was I wouldn't say surprising, but it was odd. Yeah, it mind. was it was interesting. <laughs> I was like, huh, I could have sworn that we were pretty good on the whole like Final Fantasy fourteen yeah. thing there. Surprisingly. 
spoiler final fantasy didn't win a single thing yeah i was like what the heck's going on here man like final fantasy fans not working hard enough apparently not or journalists not playing it enough i guess but the next one that we had um i kind of like had these in semi categories of like announcements as well as like new game sorry like the awards the announcements and then like kind of like things related to older games Mm -hmm. and stuff so we had some stuff that was old games that were getting some new updates yep um the first one of those we had a uh, new characters for was it ultimate alliance 3 the black order yep so they had a bunch of uh x-men characters right? uh cable Iceman, gambit and phoenix and then they had some new game modes and dlcs talked about exciting very exciting <laughs> i'm sure people that have played oh, it no, probably, for, they're for, probably, they're there's, probably there's, there's a there's a there's a demographic yeah, there's a, there's for a all of this stuff. audience right? yeah <laughs> i think I, I eventually want to go and play it but it's going to be forever from now. You'll be the one out of both of us. <laughs> then we had, um, let me see, I think. Yeah, okay. So a so from pre the previous year, the, um, what do they call them? Gaming, gaming oh, citizen, the... global gaming citizens. Yeah. There we go. Um, so one of the global gaming, global gaming citizens from last year, um, Luol Mayen, had an, an appearance over here. And he was talking about his game called Salam. Mm-hmm which is apparently coming out in summer of next year, 2020. And it's going to be a... I didn't even know that Facebook Instant Games was a thing. I didn't either. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of, like, mention of it within the award show, but I was like, oh, this is a new type of, like, they thing that I didn't know. showing of. the commercials for... Was it a Facebook thing they kept showing for, or was it a Samsung TV thing they kept showing? I think, yeah, kind of both. Okay. Like, Samsung popped up a few times, because obviously they were some of the sponsors. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, but, yeah, Facebook gaming stuff came up as well. So that was cool to see Luol back because mm. I, I really liked his piece like last year and stuff. Um, then we had the award for best score in music, which was Death Stranding. This was, oh, I had to mute this. Yeah. Because this was a super awkward exchange because the dude, you you watched it. I, yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. He was there. a blonde dude and he came up. He was like, I forgot what he said, oh, but it was yeah. so like awkward between the two. You could tell. <laughs> And I'm like, oh man, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> listen to this. He was, yeah, he was, he was very excited. Yeah, which obviously they just won an award. He, um, but yeah, he was also like, <laughs> it was also like a bit, a lot of excitement. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, I wasn't ready for this. It <laughs> was, it was funny. He posted on Twitter because somebody retweeted it. Yeah, yeah, he, he commented on his award oh, winning he's like this is what happens when you don't get enough booze at an award show I'm like okay <laughs> that makes sense all right <laughs> he seemed like a nice guy though. yeah he did yeah, he did he was, he, was, he was really cool um then we had a world premiere of a game called man eater coming oh, by tripwire right. it's pretty fun yeah, yeah i was gonna say <laughs> the there's shark. a lot of there's a lot of really cool things here yeah the the basically what it is is you are a man eater shark a great white shark and you slowly evolve your shark over time and the whole goal is i mean the premise of the game is that they they talked about like statistics on like i believe it was like what like humans kill like something like a hundred something sharks every every year and then six yeah sharks eat like six people (laughs) a year kind of thing yeah dang that's pretty rough yep but the the whole point of the game is you're playing a shark and you're like time to bring it back to those humans and so you go around just eating people all over the place i can see if this game is like not like super expensive if i just want a game where i can like just like mess around, oh yeah yeah this would be a game for sure that'd be in that category yeah i think i assume this one will probably be like 15 20 range or so um, just because it's, it seems like it's more of an indie kind of title, but mm-hmm. not saying the indie titles have to be cheap, but, no, they don't. but it looks like it would be pretty fun to play also though. Hollow Knight, $15, best <laughs> game ever. <laughs> then we had, um, the best esports coach. We had a bunch of esports 
events mm-hmm. or uh, announced. Sorry, what are they called? Awards. Awards. There we go. Yeah. So many words. <laughs> it's an award show. Uh, yeah, it's an award show. That's what they are. Um, but yeah, so they had a bunch of esports awards in a row, and. They had a best esports coach, which was Sonic. Mm. I was like, oh man, Coma didn't get it. I feel like I should have picked Sonic because his name's a play on Sonic. Oh, is it really? Or I, you just it's because it sounds like it Sonic. It just sounds like Sonic. Oh, okay, okay. Well, no, his name is Sonic. It sounds, it, it like, sounds Sonic. like Sonic. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> then we had the best esports event, which I was surprised was League of Legends World Championship of 2019. Still going strong, League of Legends. Yeah, they, yeah we'll talk more about that yeah. in a moment. And um, then we had best esports host, which was uh, Shock. Which I was like, okay, yeah, all right, but that was the one where we both thought it was Golden, Golden Boy. Boy, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, that's 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 rough. It's weird though. I I, I should have guessed that because if if I'm going off the the Emmys and Oscars, yeah, yeah, actors who tend to win at the oh, Emmys own awards, at the, the Emmys, the oh, gotcha, minor yeah. Oscars, mm-hmm. basically, they tend not to win at the Oscars. Uh, so okay. I. It was, it's a weird I mean, it's interesting since thing. he won an award more recently that maybe he wasn't gonna win this time mm-hmm. okay i mean he he, he, he seemed like he was the coolest when i saw like the mug shots of each of them yeah <laughs> the <mug shots. laughs> uh our profile pictures yeah, are better, better. <laughs> then we had the best esports team which was g2 esports mm-hmm. and i was like all right that European League of Legends, I believe. Right? I think I think that's what they are. I, I remember hearing the name a bunch of times. And I'm like, they they got this. Yeah. Um, then we had a announce or yeah announcement uh, world premiere of Humankind mm-hmm. by Amplitude and Sega. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to see like Sega, and I was like, yeah, oh, well there we go. That's Sega's cool. still around. Yeah. Um, I think I'm trying to remember. I try I, usually I try to put stars by things that I think look interesting. I didn't put anything by Humankind. No, when you I, when you mention, I'm like I don't remember. I remember the mm-hmm. name, but I don't remember what it looks like. Oh, there we go. It's the my memory just taking a bit for there. Um, it's the one where you play. It's kind of like um, Civilization a little bit. Oh, where okay. It's like you you I remember. you I create your civilization, yep. and based off of the choices you make, your avatar that you play changes and stuff. And that's why it's called like humankind, I believe. Um, so yeah, it was, it's it seemed like it's fine. It's just not like a genre I'm super into. Yeah, me neither. Um, then we had one called, um, yep, that's the title, "Goddamn Superhero." Oh yeah, by um, Hazer and Drill Engine. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm I, actually I, confused. I think I, I, are these the same thing? I was confused thing? too. It's it's all No More Heroes three. Okay, okay, all of it. When he says I'm a goddamn superhero, yeah, yeah, that's that's the game within the game kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. Or his character within the game because I looked it up too. Okay. And all those characters are all pseudo fifty one. No more heroes. All right. Yeah. This is very confusing. <laughs> I was super confused too um, because this one tied in with the next. Like it was is like linked together. Yeah. In in even in the trailer it was kind of linked, but I it wasn't super clear. No, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, it basically it's a trailer for no more no more heroes three mm-hmm. from uh, Marvelous and and Grasshopper manufacturer. I will or say fifty one. The the animation at the beginning, it was yeah. kind of like offsetting, but I'm like. Ah. I kind of like this for some reason. Yeah, some yeah. Reason. I had a little bit of like unsettlement in my yeah. mind as well. I was <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening here. It doesn't look awful. It's no. not like it, it wasn't to the point of where I'm like, that's ugly. I don't want to play it kind of thing. But it was like, I'm like, I feel a little weird. It is weird. Yeah. But yeah, it was a. Oh, it was so strange. It was a very strange. But just to give you a glimpse, the very beginning was this this kid who finds this small alien, basically puffball thing. Yeah, it's like a weird puffball, and you're like the kids hanging out with the alien. They're all like having fun together and stuff, and then eventually the they get to a point in the trailer where the the alien gets into the ship and is like he has this phrase. I forget I exactly what he what says. It is either. 
But it's just, I think it's just like, like whatever the kid's name was, it's like, I love you, kind yeah. of thing. Like, and then the alien just shouts, <laughs> like, I love you. And um, we'll just, we'll call the kid Jack. Yeah. Uh, he's like, Jack, I love you. And I'll be back in 20 years. And then the alien, like, leaves on this, like, rocket ship or whatever, right? Yep. Then it fast forward to, 20 like, years. 20 years later. And these aliens, like, crash land on the, or, like, come down to the planet, right? From this big spaceship, I think. And then um, they first like pop out, and he's and the kids like he sees him, and he's like, "Is that you? Whatever your alien name was." It's like Jack. I love yeah, you. He's like, Jack. I love you. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is really weird. I don't know what's happening." But then it's like they become bad. Yeah. And the aliens are now like destroying like the planet and stuff, and they're like, "I'm a goddamn superhero." <laughs> and yeah. I'm just like, "What is happening here?" Two to fifty one is crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things, but <laughs> but apparently, yeah, that's that's part of No More Heroes three. Mm-hmm. So. We got you got that game coming out in 2020. Apparently. There you go. <laughs> uh, then we had a um, another trailer for Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. Obviously, still coming March 3rd in next year. Now this, bo- <sighs> yeah, yeah, I know it shouldn't bother me. Speak your mind, Michael. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the game itself. Oh, okay, or whatever. Because I've I've played Final Fantasy VII up to because mm-hmm. I played with Adam and he was oh, watching okay. me play because yeah, it's yeah. his favorite game mm-hmm. up to the point where you leave. Uh, Midgar and you go into the other places wherever you go okay yeah yeah. you have to fight a boss or whatever but from what I played it was a good five to six to seven hours of Midgar I'm like that's that's a good chunk still yeah yeah and I like Jason Schreier I do yeah but on Twitter, every time Final Fantasy VII comes up, yeah, and it's mentioned it's coming out March thirty first or whatever third or right? March third, yeah. He always says, "Oh, well, it's only Midgard, so it's barely any of the game." In my in my <laughs> head, I'm like, I, if the small game mm-hmm. or the original game is like five to seven hours, and I could be exaggerating or doing less. Yeah, it depends on what you do. If that's still a good chunk of time, mm-hmm. and they're adding a lot more into Midgard, yeah, yeah, I can see why it's a game by itself. Yeah, I'm like you don't have to keep mentioning it. it's only Midgard. <laughs> There's a whole bunch you can do in Midgard. They could that yeah. they can add to. I'm like, please, Jason. <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me. I'm like, it's oh, going okay, to be okay. a big game still. Yeah, I think I think I I kind of get because I definitely get where you're coming from for it. Yeah, I think I also kind of get what Jason's getting at because if you said that you were leaving Midgard and you played around like seven hours or so, right? Then in my mind, like Final Fantasy games are like enormous they're like True. ridiculous like what like the the first 20 hours of final fantasy 13 is like the part before it actually starts going into an open world kind True. of setting right and so in my mind i'm like okay well i i get it if the if like mid if you were able to finish roughly like the midgar area in the first like seven hours but or you, so again you i i got a preference that i don't really grind either i just oh, go yeah. through yeah, but I mean, I think in my mind, I don't count like grinding as added time to fair, the, like fair. you know, like the 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 meat of the game, right? That's if fair. if if a game was like, I don't know, like three hours of story and three hours of grinding, mm-hmm. I would say it would probably be a crappy game. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's why sure. I'm just like, okay, yeah, like if if you can get through that that first section in like below ten hours, yeah, and it's a Final Fantasy title, then I get where I'm like, oh yeah, it does seem like that first section. Of the, of the remake seems somewhat small to what in my mind i expect a final fantasy i can, I, I definitely do understand that too yeah but i i understand where you're coming yeah. from though because because yeah it seems like there's gonna be a bunch of stuff to do it does seem like a and bunch we of don't, stuff yeah and i would say we probably Side don't we don't know and... like you know how much is gonna actually be there until we actually get the game true true but yeah uh, but yeah we had another trailer 
that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm I'm still I'm still waiting for it because I'm yeah. I'm excited. I'm gonna try it. it looks out. good. Um, and then we had the last one of the pre-show was the best fighting game, which was Super I'm, Smash. I'm glad. Yeah. We got the best reaction too. when Jeff Keighley, not Jeff Keighley, but uh, um, was it Jeff Keighley that announced it? I feel like it was Jeff Keighley. Oh boy. Or wait, I don't no, remember. it was Sydney. It might have yeah, been. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was still her. Yeah. So when she announced her or whatever, the, they got the biggest reaction. Smash. Yeah, yeah. I and I think I think because a lot of people were, were hoping that Smash yeah. was going to be able to get some awards and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's 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 nice that it got the 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 nod there for best fighting game, especially too since like Smash is a lot of times by like the the really hardcore fighting community not considered a fighting game. Yeah. Which I'm just like that's ridiculous. Yeah. You, you fight people. <laughs> you fight each other. It's, it's a, a fighting, fighting game. game. <laughs> Come on now. Can't we all just be friends? Yeah. <laughs> but then we had the the start of the regular award show, and the first thing that we saw was a performance by Churches, mm-hmm. which was not too bad. I was like, I was I like, okay. It. I was yeah. I I listened to it and I was like, okay, it's not too bad. Like I I I obviously they were playing a song from um I think it was from Death Stranding. Okay. And so well, I was like, okay. Death Stranding. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, I was like, I thought it was a weird cosplay thing because she was dressed up as someone from Death Stranding, and I was like, this is strange. This is weird. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, the music's not too bad. Yep. Uh, we'll get. I'll talk more about music stuff later. Um, then we had the best narrative award, which went to Disco Elysium. Yeah. And I was like, that was man, cool. that's, this game must be really good. It's gotta be. Yeah. I was. I was like, I, I had this thing on my my. I have like a list on my phone just of indie games to check out, like in the future when they eventually come out and just for like reference for like the, the NIC eventually if I need to like pull on games and stuff and Disco at least have been sitting there for a while and I was like I totally forgot about this and then I just decided to like do it one week and because it came up in the news as it was like getting these crazy reviews and I was like oh it's out it must be amazing <laughs> <That'd> be great <laughs> but I'm just like oh yeah they they really they killed it at this mm-hmm. award show though um, because they also got the best RPG yeah which I was like man that's 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 pretty that's pretty crazy. You get the best narrative plus the best <laughs> RPG. Eventually, it's coming to consoles. That's true. So we're gonna play it, Michael. You have to had... tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> then we had the the biggest announcement in my mind of, oh, the, of yeah. the award show. Yeah. We got a f- uh, world's first look at the new Xbox console mm. coming out in holiday of next year. Uh, Microsoft is calling it the Xbox Series X, and it looks. Super sexy, Michael. <laughs> I'm not one of like I usually like look at the consoles and I'm like, oh, I like that, right? You know? but, but when I was looking at it, I was like, something about this. Okay, I find it sexy. See, I I, I didn't have the opposite reaction. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I was just very indifferent about it. Yeah, yeah, and I could I could totally I could see why where it might be not be like amazing. Yeah, but I was like, it's so different from consoles that yeah. I've seen that I'm just like, this looks pretty cool. I did. Um, Adam mentioned not Adam. Um, I think one of my coworkers mentioned that it looks like a uh, a computer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And that you know that's that's the funny thing too. Like earlier in the week, um, I was talking with uh, basically I was talking with a patient. I've I cross streams very like rarely when I'm when I'm in clinic. I don't talk about video games yeah. when I'm on here. I normally don't talk <laughs> about clinic. But um, but I I cross streams a little bit because the guy I was I was talking to was a gamer and stuff, and and he was like, did you see? xbox's new console i was like you bet i did <laughs> you bet i did <laughs> and he oh, was like he's like oh man and, and it's like when i saw it i thought it looked a lot like a computer and yeah. i was like i thought the same thing and it's strange because i don't play computer games <laughs> but i thought it was sexy yeah i didn't tell him that but in my mind i'm <laughs> like real oh. weird <laughs> yeah. 
But I was just like, yeah, man, even like regular people who play video games like saw these kinds mm-hmm. of things and they're like, oh, this this is getting me real excited, Michael. I will say the name's a little strange. Yeah, I think it's it's strange. It's not terrible. It's strange in a way. It's just Xbox Series X. Yeah, I think I think there was because there was some things that I was hearing is that people think that it would be confusing because there's the Xbox One X, right? Where it's like, That's oh, fair. Series X, One X. I can see so that. Similar. Like parents who don't really, if they're yeah. buying in, they're like, oh, which one is it? The Series or is it the the One X? Yeah, they're I'm like, I sure. want the I want that new Xbox. And you're like, oh, do you want the the and they're like, well, we have the Xbox One X. They're like, that's the one. It has an X in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? But, but I'm also just like, well, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if it's that confusing. I look no, at it and I'm yeah. like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem that confusing. It, like, it's not a terrible name. It's just yeah, yeah. And an I, interesting name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. But also, I was like, I don't know what they would have called it otherwise, where it's just like, I mean, what were they, they going to do, Xbox one two kind of thing or xbox two because we had the xbox 360 and i'm just like nah. no idea yeah xbox i should say microsoft has always had a, an interesting like naming convention they, they have yeah so that's why i was like yeah it's 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 probably yeah. fine i just i'm just like oh yeah it's i like nice. i like that they're talking about like like series though because then you can possibly yeah. like branch out with other things it doesn't make it feel so you know, foreign when you get like a new console midway through mm-hmm. a generation kind of thing but I'm excited, Michael. Looks cool. It yeah. looked it looked very cool. Also, when the when the guy on the the trailer started talking, I was like, "Whoa! I know this dude's voice." Um, have you heard of Alan Watts? No. He's uh, I'm gonna get this real real wrong. Um, he's in my he's he's a like you can find a bunch of YouTube videos. He does like these um, really super philosophical speeches oh, about okay. different concepts and stuff. And so I heard his voice start, and I was like, "Whoa, Alan Watts up in <laughs> here!" Combining two What's things happening? I enjoy. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, and I was like, "I was like, oh man!" And then, then I was like, "Well, I have never heard this like specific thing that he's talking about, but now I have to go look it up." So I ended up looking it up. There's like a a video I found that was like a few minutes long. It kind of goes through basically that same topic that he was talking about and stuff, oh. except they in the in the the trailer i guess or teaser for the the new console they kind of picked out certain lines and stuff which made it flow better makes sense otherwise it would have been very off topic probably for for a new (laughs) xbox console (laughs) but it was it was very cool though when it was happening i was just like what is what are we what are we watching exactly because i'm we're we're going through it's like showing like the planet being like constructed and stuff and i'm like what is what is this game gonna be i'm like are we getting another spore or something where we're like creating worlds and things and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. But then, then it showed. I think the first one it showed was like a, a car, yep, like roaring out and like driving on this road and stuff. And I'm like, I was like, oh, it's a, it's a racing game. <laughs> I was like, okay, racing game. But then all of a sudden it goes to some some dudes playing the good old foosball, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean soccer, yep. football, right? <laughs> um, but it's like they're playing that, and I was like, what's happening? Like, is it a, is it a game where you play anything you want i'm like I don't, what is this is it dreams because they talked about yeah he dreams. talked about dreams yeah, like, that was it. like alan watts in his speech thing mentioned dreams and stuff i thought it was dreams game too and i was oh. like i was like is this what dreams is gonna be like yeah. is that what they're talking about um dreams is the the game by media molecule which is very like artsy and out there and stuff yeah but then it showed um someone who looked like i don't know if it was master chief but it's someone who looks like they belonged in the halo, halo universe yeah. and i was like wait what's going on and then all of a sudden it shows like the this like 
transparent kind of like rectangle yeah. over like the ocean or something and it's like you can see the games on each like side of it and then it does like a few turns and it changes the game and then it becomes this like black box and i'm like no way we're getting a reveal at first i because I, I, I wasn't like i was paying attention but then i was mm. like well, what is this and because they weren't really saying what it was and yeah, they saw the yeah. black box and then the series x i saw that i'm like is this just another upgrade? Is this the new console? I'm not too sure. <laughs> and then Phil Spencer came. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. When they when they showed it, I was I think where was I? I was watching this in the car as I waited for my wife to finish a meeting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like watching this. I'm, I'm I I I'm one to talk to myself occasionally when I'm like watching things like this. And so I was just watching. I'm like, what 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 is this? And then as it got like further and further, I'm like, no way, no way. What yeah. is this? And then it showed the box and I'm like, is it a new console announcement? What? That's cool. But yeah, it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, all right. All right, PlayStation. Wait for Sony now. Microsoft's catching you with your pants down right now. Better, better get on it. Tell <laughs> me what the new PS5 is going to be like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so following that, we had a, a game announcement by obviously Phil Spencer came out. Talked about the the new console, so Series X is replacing the the Project Scarlet nickname that yep. they've had for it. Um, but the, then he talked about, okay, we got this new game and showed the trailer, Hellblade Two: Senua's Saga, and I was very excited, yeah. Michael. This is very interesting. Oh yeah, this was a it was an intense trailer. It was a very intense trailer. Oh my gosh, oh, like the stop screaming at me, please. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, when I was, I'm watching in the car and it's dark outside. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa, this is pretty crazy <laughs> happening right now. But it was very like it's it was it was funny in a way because the like throughout the trailer, um, Senua is like chanting this like specific line over and over again, and it reminded me a lot of the like last week we talked about uh, Mongolian throat scene. Oh, it reminded, it reminded me of that, and I was like, "Whoa!" I, I think I thought about that too when she was doing that. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, good old, good old Mongolian throat yeah. scene. <laughs> but yeah, but so Ninja Theory is making the the sequel to Hellblade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senua's oh shoot, uh, what's it called? Senua's Saga. No, 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 no. The, sorry, the, the first game. What was the first game? Oh, called? Hellblade. Senua's Sacrifice? Sacrifice, yeah, I think. Okay, that sounds about right. I'm gonna, I'll correct myself if I'm wrong. But, um, but yeah, so they're making the, the sequel. And Sacrifice. when the whisper started, I was like, are we, getting, are we getting another Hellblade? Like, I hear the whispers going on. And then you see her face, and I'm like, yes, yeah. this is what I wanted. And then she started scaring me with her chanting she and stuff. real intense. <laughs> it was super intense. And then that weird monster thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like coming up from the rocks yeah. and stuff. Uh, Looks very interesting. Hellblade. I, I like I like the setting of like Hellblade already, where it's kind of like that. You know, like like I think she's, I believe she's like a Viking basically. Oh, okay. Or she kind of like like yeah, it's like Norse Viking kind of like lore and whatnot. But looks looks real interesting though. Um, then not obviously we don't know much about the game because this is very like early and stuff. And then I think even Phil Spencer oh, yeah. said it's pretty early. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe they even no, said like a date, said or a date or anything. Um, but then we had the first show of uh, global gaming citizen for mm-hmm. the year. So they, they had a three total. Um, and I'm going to possibly not do great on this name. Uh, Fereshte Furrow. Um, she is a, what's called, uh, yeah, I think she's a, she's a main contributor to something called code to inspire which apparently is the first coding school in Afghanistan oh, for, really for women. Cool. And I was like, this is super cool. Because mm-hmm. she kind of showed showed all these like girls and stuff learning about like coding and things. She talked about how like as a as a child she wasn't able to obviously like growing up in, in like the in Afghanistan, she 
and and being a, a woman and stuff, it was hard for her to kind of like do things that she wanted to do. And so education was hard to come by and stuff for, for her gender and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of a way that she could, when she left the country, she could help bring up other girls and stuff and teach them how to code so that they can, you know, learn things and, and make a difference in the world and stuff. And I was right. like, oh, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Then we had, um, going, going right from that into like a, a weird transition, we had a small show of Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, was, yeah. Uh, the Joker was announced as a new character coming out uh, January 28th of next year. Very, very strange. Very strange indeed. Yeah. And I think, I think it was like, uh, what's the girl's name? Uh, Sonya? Sonya... She, she's one of the main characters in Mortal Kombat. Uh, it might be Sonya or Sonya. Or Sonya, yeah. I forget. Someone, Something like that. One, one, one of the ways you say it. But um, it looks like she had a um, Harley Quinn outfit, yeah. basically. Because it was, it was her and her voice, but she's dressed up as Harley Quinn. And then, obviously, the Joker comes out. And, yep. Yeah. Funny times and stuff. <laughs> then we had um, something by Sanzaru for the Oculus VR shown called Asgard's Wrath. Oh, yeah. Game that's already out, I believe, but sounds like it's, it's doing pretty well. And mm. I think it was even nominated in the yeah in the best vr ar category and stuff but uh sanzar was the people who did the what's it called if i remember right uh what's that raccoon raccoon's name what's the raccoon raccoon uh sly cooper oh yeah i think i think that's their studio i believe sanzar right is it is it did sly cooper do sucker punch Sly Cooper was Sucker Punch. Was it Sucker Punch? Yeah, I, I believe it was. it was. Let's let's look things up. Look things up for me, Michael. I can't I can't always be on top of the knowledge. Here. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, who who made yeah, Sucker Punch? Punch. Oh, or Sucker Punch. Developer Sucker Punch Productions and Sanzaru Games. Oh, there we go. Sanzaru. Okay, I knew I knew Sanzaru was in there. Um, then we had a uh, look at Control uh, Expeditions mode and the Foundation expansion was given a date, uh, March twenty sixth of next year. We had the award for best esports player. Which was Booga, who mm. plays the Fortnite. He, was, yep. he won the Fortnite World Cup this last year. What a name. Yeah, Booga. <laughs> uh, reminds me of, what was, wasn't that uh, mm-hmm. Courage the Cowardly Dog? Booga, Booga, Booga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Freaking Eustace. Oh, man. Eustace Burr. <laughs> um, then, okay. then we had the world premiere of Godfall. Yeah. A game coming by um, Counterplay and Gearbox. First PS5 announced game. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they got a lot of cool stuff in this this award show so far. Uh, but yeah, and when the PS5 logo, not logo, but the the writing came yeah. up, I was like, ooh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Exciting. Give me some of these new things. They said it's coming out holiday of 2020. Mm-hmm. So, so I assume the PS5 has got to be coming out then too. Oh yeah, around yeah. Then. yeah. I was just saying, <laughs> we all know it's coming 2020 at this point. <laughs> But I was like, oh, well, now now we know, like, at least one game, which hopefully will make it for, mm-hmm. like, launch and stuff. Um, then we had a, a award for Best Audio Design, which yep. was uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Then we had Best Strategy, which, of course, Fire Emblem Three nice, Houses. Nice, Yeah. I was going to say, Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> yeah. I was saying this to myself in the car as I was watching. I was like, if Fire Emblem Three Houses doesn't win this, we riot. We riot. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can riot. We, as, we as game <laughs> Um, then we had the uh, category for content creator of the year, mm-hmm. who um, was given to Shroud. Yep. And then I was very excited because uh, the someone who kind of sounded like Dave Fenoy came up. Just like I had like a deep voice, but Square Enix name came across the screen, and I was like, "Ooh, oh, Square!" Yeah. yeah. And this then they cool. started talking and stuff. I'm like, "This kind of looks like 
what what I think it might be, then I'm excited. Um, but Bravely Default Two was announced. This is really cool. This is super cool looking um, from Clay Tech Works and Square Enix, mm-hmm. coming next year, Michael. I know. 2020 is gonna be ridiculous for all the games that are coming out. Speaking of, this wasn't announced anywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention this. I don't know if it. Yeah, I think it happened early this week. Crystal Chronicles got delayed. Did it really? Yeah. What? I think it's coming out in the summertime now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because that was coming out in January, right? Around January or February. One of those two dates. But they Dang. they need more time, so they're pushing it to the summer. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. I guess that's okay. Just, I got to make the game better. So. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. It, it gives more time because there's a bunch of things that are already coming out in the beginning of the year. And I'm just like, mm, yeah, mm, too many. <laughs> too many things already. <laughs> I gotta clean up some of this backlog first. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> uh, it's slowly happening, Michael. It's slowly happening. <laughs> then we had um, Warframe Imperium DLC, which mm-hmm. was talked about um, for the the free to play game Warframe. Warframe, obviously. Yep. Um, then we had a. Uh, I think I just wrote this because it was it was something that I thought was cool. Um, so Ewok was kind of highlighted in one of the, oh, yeah, the commercials girl. that they had. I totally thought Ewok was a was a when we showed the the pictures for all the content creators that were nominated and stuff. I totally thought Ewok was a was a dude. Yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, like he, he the, because of the the hat that she had on, like some kind of like furry animal, I believe, or something. Like I thought I thought it was a dude, and I'm like, and then when she started talking, I was like, oh. Yeah. Not, sorry, not talking, but like when she's yeah, yeah. she so she's um she's a I believe fourteen years old. I think so. Um, she's a fourteen year old girl who plays uh, Fortnite. Got super big on on like streaming and stuff like that. All of a sudden, um, I think because she she was playing and won some tournaments, I believe earlier in the year, and then her channel kind of like blew up and stuff. Um, but she's a yeah, she is. I believe deaf. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, so she's deaf. Um, talks to like sign language and stuff. But yeah, I thought it was really cool where they were kind of like highlighting her and like how she wants to kind of you know bring up people through through games and kind of like share share with the world and whatnot. And I was like, oh, it's really, really cool. Really cool. Um, then we had a game called uh, Theros Beyond Death shown off. This is in the uh, Magic the Gathering oh, universe. Oh my god, there are so many magic like announcements. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> so many things related to magic. Yeah, and I was like, man, just tell me, because because this this trailer looked cool. It, yeah, it did. As did most of the trailers for the magic. They games. did, yeah. But I'm also just like, why? Tell me, <laughs> tell me what kind of game it is I'm gonna be excited for. Please. Yeah, because it it seemed like going on like more and more through the show. It seemed more and more like this Theros Beyond Death was a card game. Yeah, and it I'm did like, seem like I that. I don't want to play a card game. Yeah, <laughs> but oh well. Then we got shown um, something called Prologue, which is apparently coming oh, yeah, from yeah. Player Unknown, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who was behind uh, PUBG. Was this the one that seemed like it just cut off? I think so. It seemed like it was a very like short Abrupt, snippet just tra- like... Tra- trailer kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like all you hear is you, like you're you get you see this dark forest. It looks creepy and stuff, and then you hear this girl kind of like panting and stuff, like she's scared. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's just like cuts prologue. cuts to black, and it says Prologue. And then it says like playprologue.com. And then it like quickly just like boom. Yeah, yeah. I think then it then it was like, yeah, the trailer was over and it went to something else. But yeah, so I wanna I wanna know more about uh, yeah, it. Yeah. I might I might check out the website eventually. But <laughs> if I gotta play it on PC, probably probably, probably not. <laughs> um then we had um one of one of my favorite ladies in the business lately. Uh, well, not lately, but like from this past year of like things that, that happened. Um, oh. Ikumi Nakamura. Oh, she was so adorable. Out. Oh, she was, she's always adorable. And he said, bear with me. Bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's 
she's so she's so animated uh, in, she's in Japanese. Adorable. You know? <laughs> she's yeah. She's she's very she's very cute when she does stuff. Um, but yeah, so she she was the one who gave the award for best art direction, mm-hmm. um, and it was Control. Yeah, she ended up pulling away there. And you see when they came up, and the one guy bowed to her. Yeah, and she went down on her legs and bowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because they obviously like the people when they come up, they accept the award and stuff, and they like shake hands and things. I think yeah, one of the guys like uh, that was accepting it, like he kind of like did like a standing like like hands up in the air like bow kind of thing to her yeah and then she like she super japanese where she like got down on the ground and like bowed to him and i was like no Ikumi, don't do it don't do it Ikumi. Oh, i was like oh my gosh in like a it's super cute though yeah um then we had uh donald muster come up sorry donald mustard come up on stage they talked about the uh Fortnite star wars event segment yeah it was it was a bit long there but it was kind of like talking about how apparently there's this new Actually, a thing which probably happened. It happened already. Yeah, I think, yesterday. Yeah. yeah, the the fourteenth. This wow, is the fifteenth. What was the director's name? I should know. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he had like a short snippet video that appeared on screen that I guess he was apparently also going to be at whatever this event was. Mm-hmm. Probably should have looked up what this event they, was. They, I looked up a little bit. Yeah, it was supposed to be like they were announcing like a new like Star Wars trailer, right? That's what I thought too, but I I didn't I didn't see anything from what I saw. It was like they, they had Star Wars characters and like the. Uh, mm-hmm. Millennium Falcon in the game and stuff, and JJ came out from the Falcon, like a character of him and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, hmm. okay. I, I, I didn't I'll see. I have to look up more of these things. But yeah, it's I, I I down not downloaded. I had Fortnite already, but I got the season pass with the intent to play, and I played like for a couple days, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm done. I got so many other things I got to play. <laughs> um then so yeah so that that event happened yesterday, some kind of event, and I'll probably read about eventually and mm-hmm. figure things out from there. Um, then we had one called Sons of the Forest, um, premiered uh, by a studio called End Night, I believe. This one was was creepy, where it was. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, it's like you you are on like a your character's on a helicopter, and all of a sudden the, something hits the helicopter on the side, and then all these like different like demons and things mm-hmm. in the forest, and it reminded me of the game The Forests. Have you- yeah, 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 and that's that's why too. I was like, I was like, this dude's got an axe, kind of like the the dude in the forest, mm-hmm. and then there's these creepy demons and stuff, yep. and I'm just like, ugh, this oh, seems thank you, <laughs> seems very interesting. I might have to check this out eventually. Um, then one thing that I'm excited about finally is that um, there was a game announced called Ruined King, um, and it's a League of Legends story. Oh yeah, and also excited because Airship Syndicate is the one who's um, doing the development for it. They are the ones who have worked on uh, Darksiders. Oh. and um battle chasers night war oh that's a good game yeah that's why i was like i was like i was looking at the art and i'm like this reminds me a lot of like battle chasers and then eventually airship airship syndicate appeared and i was like yeah there, you go. there we go <laughs> but that one is a game um no date yet but it's coming to consoles and pc mm-hmm. so i'll eventually get to play this and i'm just like i don't care about league of legends but the characters all seem interesting oh they do so yeah. i want to like know more things you know then we had uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is a behind the music kind of thing that happened there. Mm-hmm. That one was like, it was, it was cool. It was seeing, like all the different people that are going to be in there. It's a lot of like seemingly a lot of music that probably isn't like geared towards my taste and yeah, stuff. Yeah, same. But, I've, but also my taste is J-pop <laughs> and K-pop and, and, and Mongolian. <laughs> Mongolian throat singing apparently. <laughs> so it's, yeah, but it seems interesting though. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I like, I like that they have so many like, wacky artists like all making things for for the mm-hmm. game and it'll definitely fit the the mold of the game i feel like oh yeah yeah definitely and then they followed that up with a performance by a band called grimes yep which is gonna be in um cyberpunk 2077 fun fact uh elon musk's girlfriend 
Oh, is it really? Yeah, that's why okay. he was in the crowd. I was gonna say, yeah. I was like, <laughs> so that, weird. Is that Elon Musk? I see. I'm he like, was sitting next he, to. Uh, uh, wasn't he sitting next to Ikumi? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is Elon Musk or a dude who looks just like, like strangely <laughs> like Elon Musk in the crowd? And I'm like, what? Yeah, what's happening? Because yeah, because it's like, weird. It, like he was it like pans, a... it panned to him, and then it was like he he saw the camera and stuff, and then he like stood up to like yeah. wave. But I was like, I was like this. This, this is a weird thing that just happened because it's like it doesn't seem like this is that. I think it was like maybe he's thinking of it as like that type of award show where yeah. like they pan to someone in the crowd and then they stand and like wave. <laughs> it was a little awkward. <laughs> I was like, okay, something's happening here, but it's fine. It's Elon Musk. Um, then we had the award for best action game, mm. which no surprise, Devil May Cry Five won good. with. Should have won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was, I was surprised when other people said anything but Devil yeah. May Cry Five, and I'm I was like, what the heck, man. Um, then we had the. I guess they call it, yeah, world premiere of uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance game. Yep. Coming out fall of next year. The the cool thing in here is that all the characters were characters, um, what's called, from the uh, Dritzdorden um, books in, like, the Forgotten Realm kind of okay. setting and stuff. So, like, Dritzdorden is a dark, it's like he's the, what's his, what's his, like, name that he's known? Kind of like the dark elf with a heart of gold. Like in the in the universe of D and D, dark elves are always these evil people and stuff. They kind of like are like evil elves that like live underground and stuff. Being out in the sunlight hurts them and things, oh, right? Vampires, basically, right? But there's also vampires in D and D. But but Dritz Dorden is a dark elf as well, but he's a good dark elf, which is like breaking the mold of what most dark elves tend to be. Right? Okay. And so it was like it was him in this trailer, plus a bunch of other characters that. I believe are recognizable within like that those those book series and stuff like Brunor Battlehorn like the um, I think that's his name he's like a dwarf dude with like a helmet that's only got like one horn and the other one's broken off and stuff mm-hmm. and, and I was like oh these are all people that like I semi recognize here but the the way they shot the trailer was so weird <laughs> where it's like there was a camera constantly oh. in front of each character as they're like running around and doing you know different battle things they're all fighting like these like uh, i think they look like goblins or or orcs or things like that they're fighting all these creatures right right but it's it was such a weirdly shot trailer that i was a little like uh like i don't know what's happening <laughs> like change to the next thing please like <laughs> this I'm, is offsetting me <laughs> yeah i'm getting i'm getting like a little like 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 queasy in yeah because it was just like it's it's like them running and stuff, but it's like as they're running, it's like trying to stay focused on their face. Yep. And so it's like swinging back and forth in their face, and I'm just like, oh gosh, why? Something something weird's happening here. But maybe it'll be cool. Maybe not. I don't know. Then we had uh, Apex Legends holiday event. Um, oh yeah, this was interesting. I, yeah, it was it was interesting looking. Um, what did they call it? Mirage Mirage's something something. I, I, I can't remember. It's some kind of like like holiday. I think it's actually it seems like it's that. Um, so in Apex Legends, there's that ship that flies around the map and has like loot on it and stuff. Uh-huh. I think it's that ship that has been like spruced up for like the holidays and stuff. Oh, okay. Because I think that's that what it sense. seemed like at least. And then yeah, there's like party and like disco lights going on there and yeah. Basically, skins it's just a, and all it's, that. yeah, cool, cool skins and like free things that people can get if they're playing during during the time it's out. Then we had uh, Ultimate Rivals of the Rink appeared on a commercial <laughs> for Apple Arcade. Yeah, I was looking. I'm like, oh, there's Wayne Gretzky. Oh, there's like, there's the the what's that? Uh, what's the Juju Smith Smith Schuster? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I recognize a bunch of these people, and I'm like, 
what is this game? Because it's some weird like mashup of all these people from different sports, but they're all playing hockey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, what's, is, what's going on here? <laughs> but then it started, it was Apple Arcade. And I'm like, okay, makes more sense now. <laughs> Sidebar, what team does Juju play for? Uh, Steelers. There you go. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. you know me and my sports. Oh, of I course, know, I know. I know Juju Smith Smith Schuster. I have a hard time saying his name. He is a very odd, not odd name, but very long name. Yeah, I was just like, what's happening here in this in this trailer? <laughs> um, after that, they showed Ori and the Will of the Wisps um, from Moon Studios. We we already knew that's coming out um, March 11th of next year. Oh, nice. It got thing, delayed though. though. Wait, what? what Apparently, mean? because I was watching the. Um, the uh, kind of funny and stuff, and yeah. Tim mentioned like, "Oh, did this get delayed?" And uh, Imran was like, "Yeah, I think it did." Um, apparently, it was supposed to be. It was announced that it was coming out in February, oh, and it got pushed okay, back. Okay. And this was their way of gotcha. announcing, or so they did, didn't really announce did it, it. Yeah, they just kind of gave the date. Yep. So did they only say February 2019 before? Is that no, what it was? I, they, or they, they gave an actual. They date? gave an actual date from what Tim and Imran was saying, and then oh, the comments were okay. saying, "Yeah." They announced it in February. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, my mistake then. So, no, no. So. It, it was. They didn't say it was a delay. No. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I so just kind of assumed. Really. I'm like, okay, we're getting the dates mm-hmm. for things we already know about. But yep. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. See, they fooled me. They <laughs> did. They fooled a lot of people. <laughs> they fooled me good. <laughs> um, then we had uh, Will Wright, who appeared in. I think it was a commercial kind of thing. It was tough to tell some of these commercials apart from regular things. Yeah. Um, but Will Wright apparently he he worked on The Sims and Spore and things like that. So I was like, okay, this old, old dude seems cool. Yeah. <laughs> this old dude seems cool. <laughs> that was the extent of, of my knowledge about it. Um, then we had a, a ga- uh, what are they called? Global Gaming Citizen, um, mm-hmm. Matt Bergendahl, mm-hmm. who uh, works with Stack Up Overwatch program, uh, which is a program that supports uh, military veterans and their mental health through gaming. Which I was like, that's very that's cool. Really cool. Yeah, very cool. That was a that was a sad story that he was yeah. talking about. I was like, oh man, I'm like getting like like teary. I'm just like, oh man, this is this is a rough. But, uh, yeah, so I, I like the, obviously, I talked about, I like these kind of, like, highlights of these different people and their different stories and yep, stuff. Yeah, I agree. Then a weird transition again. It's like, it's like they know that they're putting in heavy things, so That's then they the got to lighten stuff up right <laughs> afterwards, because the, the Muppet Labs oh, came yeah. out, apparently, afterwards. I thought this was really funny. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It was thought, uh, like, Bunsen, Honeydew, and Beaker <laughs> that came out to... To give the award for games for impact, <laughs> and the goose from Untitled Goose Game, I'm like, what is what's happening here? Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was it was funny. I'm just like, oh, this is so weird. Like the transitions they do. Yeah. Um, but uh, Gree, uh, or Grease, I yeah. guess is how they. Was it? Um, I think on on some some show I was watching later with uh, apparently so uh, Greg Miller he texted Devolver or not texted uh, tweeted Devolver Digital to find out like how you exactly say the name of the game. And like they they tweeted back to him that it's what was it they said it's pronounced grease like 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 grease monkey right? yeah um, but technically is gris because it means gray in I believe Spanish oh, okay um, but then and then they said but everyone including us calls it grease. Okay. And I'm just like, wow. Thanks, thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> I guess there's well. no wrong name then. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, whatever. Just, I don't understand. But but yeah, so that's, yeah. So Greece won that one. Um, then we had, uh, like, it was a real quick announcement kind of thrown in by Jeff Keighley, which I wasn't, like, expecting and stuff. Because it's, they didn't, he didn't really spend a lot of time on it, but he mentioned that the Game Festival, which is a new thing that he's, oh, he's yeah. starting up, um, apparently it's it's up now, and I think it's... Yeah, I think it, it probably it might have already finished yesterday, um, Saturday at eight a.m. 
Um, but it was uh, basically like 12, I think 12 or more games, and they were uh, first look demos that have been put up on Steam, I believe. And then he said that next year, so uh, 2020, he plans to expand that to include like Steam plus consoles. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's super cool because it's, yeah, it's it's like games that aren't coming out probably for a while, but like first looks so that people can play them without having to go to like you know our uh, PAXs and other things and like expos and stuff. Right. So I was like, this is very nice mm-hmm. to bring like some of these unknown games out there because otherwise it's like, how do you get how do you keep up with all these things? You know? Yeah, sure. and get the recognition. Um, then we had the Family Game Award. Which went to Luigi's Mansion Three, which is cool. I was like, "Wow!" He even, I, I'm in. <laughs> he even made a nod to. Uh, oh my gosh! Uh, I yeah. think Nintendo's going to pull away with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "If you know this, why? Why is, why it, is it like this?" Game? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, yeah. So they, he he knows things. He's having fun there. Um, and then we had the sports slash racing game award, which went to Crash Team Racing mm-hmm. Nitro Fueled. Um, the mobile game award, which went to Call of Duty Mobile, yep. which I was surprised. I was surprised like, too. Yeah. I, I guess I forgot that Call of Duty Mobile was apparently running really well yeah. and like was super popular. But I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm surprised that this is the one that, that ran away with it, you know? I keep forgetting Call of Duty is really popular. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. my thing. <laughs> I keep forgetting people really like these yeah. games. <laughs> um, then we had a pretty cool one um, announced by uh, Wolfeye Studios called Weird West. Oh, yeah. And the, the studios, the I don't know if it's just the two. It's got to be more than just the two of them. But um, the two like studio leads worked on the Dishonored series mm-hmm. and I think also Prey. Like I think, the, yeah, it was the Prey. newer Prey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is cool. It's very like strange. Obviously, like the name. It's very strange, very weird. Different um, style from what they did before. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's like disturbing kind of in a way, right? Where it's like things are very like strange and weird. It's got that kind of like top down mm-hmm. isometric view of yep. like third person kind of thing but i'm like okay i can i can get in on this it seems creepy and stuff and it takes place in the wild wild west so where's will smith yeah where's where's will smith <laughs> and who's who's else, who's in there tommy lee jones or no, I'm thinking of, the just black. Black. <laughs> uh, he should have been in that what movie is his name? Isn't, um oh, i can't think of his name He's he's a famous or famous. Yeah. He's a good actor. I forget his name. I can't think of, yeah. Um, then we had an announcement for something called Magic Legends um, by Perfect World. They they also they, they do a bunch of oh, like yeah. PC MMORPG mm-hmm. kind of stuffs. Uh, apparently that's in beta now. Uh, had a game called Path of the Warrior that was shown mm-hmm. um, from Oculus Studios, which is also out now. Um, I think the, this oh, yeah. was a weird one that. Uh, Andy mentioned too because I was I was going back and forth between theirs and just the normal stream. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I was watching, I was getting kind of like motion sickness a little bit. Mm. I'm, I'm trying it, to remember what this game was exactly. It was VR though, for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was watching, I was like, oh, this is this is a little weird. And then Andy, like five minutes later, was like, you know, is it weird? Like when I watch even like VR footage, mm. I get motion sickness. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Something about it not being in your control at the moment. It, it's like it's like how I assume people get car sick is that when they are like driving when they're in the passenger seat of a car they're not driving yep. right where it's just like oh, I'm not in controls so I don't know exactly what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and I get motion sick. <laughs> uh, then we had the best multiplayer game award went to Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer that we got teased for earlier in the week of Ghost of Tsushima um, was shown. This looks very good. It looks super it's good. Phenomenal. Yeah, I I think like I've heard people say that they don't know exactly what the gameplay is going to be like yeah and obviously while while like we haven't played the game or anything i feel like it's not 
too difficult to see that it looks like it'll play something like what I imagined, not what I imagined, but like what I remembered from like Shadows of Mordor. Yeah. Where it's like sneak mixed with combat, mm-hmm. and so it's like stealth and combat are equally important depending on how you want to play. Yeah, right? people are saying they're not really showing the our gameplay. They're not showing like like they're not showing game. like HUDs. Yeah, and stuff. but you're they, I'm you're seeing what you're going to be doing basically yeah, yeah i'm like i'm like it doesn't seem this difficult no, it to doesn't. understand what we're gonna play you know? it looks phenomenal it looks really cool i'm just like oh man yeah i just i want to go and play this game i now. do too <laughs> um but we found out it's coming out summer of 2020 nice so we got a a window at least finally let's hope it doesn't get delayed i oh, better not man <laughs> then we got shown uh gears tactics mm-hmm. um coming out on april 28th of next year mm-hmm this one, you know, it's, I think what it is, is like recently, like, because I've played a bunch of different tactics games, when I saw it, I was like, because I, I know in my head, I don't super care about Gears of War. Yeah. But then when I saw the game, I was like, this looks pretty fun oh. for some reason. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I think it's just because of the tactics kind of thing. It I'm could just like, be. Oh. It kind of reminds me of like, like XCOM or something within, Gears the, of War. within the Gears of War world. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I kind of want to play this now. <laughs> Um, then we got shown something called um, Naraka Blade Point. Um, it's being made by they didn't say who, but it's being made by a studio over in studio over in China. Um, coming out in 2020. It's like a um, kind of like a hack and slash like multiplayer game kind of thing. Oh, okay. Right, it's like you choose you choose different characters to yeah. play as, and then you're running around fighting. I assume things in the world as well as other people. Yeah. And I was like, this seems interesting. I don't, I don't, I don't know too Multiple much about there. it though. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't like. Eh, <laughs> maybe it'll be fun, but I got, I got to see more, you know. Um, then we got shown the, I think it's the last uh, global gaming citizen of this this conference. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, Let's Be Well, and it's by Luke. Uh, no last name and stuff because he he's a, a young boy. Yeah, right? he's a, I think teenager, or preteen. Um, but yeah, he's he was talking about how he made a game. Oh yeah, at like twelve or ten or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah he was real young when he did this. But yeah, he made a game, and the whole idea about like this let's be well is that um, his game is about um, what's it called depression, like depression and like mental mental health and stuff. Um, his father, it sounds like, struggled with mental mental con- or health, like depressions kind of things. And sound, I think yeah, not think uh, I think the father committed suicide uh, when the when Luke was still really young, and so he wanted to make this game to like you know help people understand that like you can deal with these things and mm-hmm. not deal with them but like you can you can you can, there's other people can help yeah. you know it's not it's not you by yourself kind of thing there was again comments or i shouldn't be looking at comments because like, you know how youtube has the comments and people can respond to oh i just never look at those things and there there was some people that were saying oh he's she's 10 or 12 hey how does he have mental illness i'm like oh my god okay. people people aren't stupid. people aren't paying attention no they're not <laughs> But yeah, but I was like, oh, this is this is super cool though. This, yep. this is a, it's a good entry into this whole thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, after that one, thankfully not a not a cheesy like segue kind of thing. They went to like an actual like award kind of thing. Um, it was the best ongoing game, and Fortnite won this yep. one. So now they're, they're two sense. two years in a row they got this. Season they, two they, was a big thing. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing pretty well. So I'm like, okay, keep on going, guys. Um, then we had a game called Nine to Five that was announced, um, coming yeah. out in alpha mode, I guess, like the alpha build in 2020 mm-hmm. um, by Red Hill Games. Some kind of like multiplayer, almost like Counter Strike, yeah. kind of like looking game. So I was like, okay, seems seems like like Rainbow Six Siege a little bit. Yeah, but all right. 
Um, then we had esports game of the year, which was League of Legends. I'm just like, all right, never underestimate League. <laughs> yeah, never, never again. Well, I also underestimate League of Legends. Apparently. Um, then we had uh, best VR slash AR game, which was Beat Saber. I think was I think probably no surprise there because yeah, Beat sure. Saber so so good. Um, best performance was won by Mads Mikkelsen for this is cool. Death Stranding. Yeah, very cool. I'm just like also though. A little, little weird because it's just like so quick or just like yeah, good job, Mads. Oh yeah, and there was no to the next thing. Yeah, because Mads didn't even accept the award. Yeah, because he, he wasn't he wasn't at the award mm-hmm. show. And I'm just like, well, it's kind of a it's kind of weird when when you're Person's not there, you're not there, and you can't accept it and stuff. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I understand like prior engagements. He could have been filming stuff and yeah, that. yeah. But I'm just like, oh man, very strange. Yeah. Um, then one thing that I was I was salty about when I when I saw it because I I like what they did here. But I was like, mm, this is bringing up so many questions in my mind. So the um, Jeff uh, mentioned the fan category, which was a player's choice favorite. Oh of the yeah. Year. And so he's like, he's like, we had the we had a poll go up for you know like this this fan category only only fans in this kind of like voting process and stuff. And the player's choice favorite game of the year was Fire Emblem Three Houses. And I was like, then why isn't Fire Emblem in the game of the year discussion? Because they gotta have Gosh. critics vote. Uh, so so annoying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what the heck, man? If people's like the mass majority want of Fire people Emblem. want Fire Emblem as their favorite game, why is it not in the game of the year counting? Yep. Uh, Fire Emblem got shafted so hard. Oh, right they away. did. They did. Man. <laughs> uh, and then we saw they had uh, Black Desert Mobile. This is apparently like a, a new way to play the the game Black Desert online. Uh-huh. I think it's online. I, I forget if online's in the title or not. Um, then we had the Green Day performance, and this was when I actually like this was the first one that I muted. I'm just like I can't. Yeah, it was. It was. I feel. I always feel bad for. I'll say this real quick. I always feel bad for um, an uh, artist when they're like they try to get the crowd like, oh yeah, come on guys, come up here dance, and nobody moves. Oh, were they doing? Yeah, that? Uh, uh, Billy Joel. Lead singer of Green Day, not Billy Joel, but okay. Billy I was like Joel. Billy Joel. Yeah, it's I, they have very similar names. Um, I was gonna say it's the exact same name, right? I, I don't know. I could be saying it wrong. I know it's very similar. I don't know if it's exact. Oh, like it's not spelled the same. Yeah. Something oh, like that. Okay. Okay. But he was like, he was getting the like, oh guys, come on, stand up, dance up with me. Like, come on, get up. He was going like that, and nobody was moving. Oh, that's I'm like, oh my god, this is the wrong crowd. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's the thing too. Is like the I I know um I think in in the award show like Jeff talked about how like he's always trying to think of like. Like, he enjoys video games, as well, and he also enjoys, like, live performance, yes. like, music kind of stuff. And he was, so, like, throughout the year, when he goes to these, like, shows and things, he's trying to, like, concert shows. Yeah. He's trying to think of, like, who would be a good fit for the game awards. In my head, I'm like, nobody's a good fit for the game <laughs> No, nobody is a good fit. Like, we don't need, I feel like we don't need these music performances, because it just, like, takes time, you know? Leave the orchestra. And that's yeah. all you need. Like that's that's all I would want in <laughs> yeah. there is the orchestra because they're actually playing yep. the music from the games. Like, and then granted, like the um, Green Day tied in loosely with with video games yeah. because um, apparently they were also they're going to be including Green Day songs in Beat Saber, mm-hmm. which I'm like, okay, cool, that's cool. A bit a bit like after playing some of Beat Saber, I'm like, it's a bit weird that that like rock songs are going to be in beat saber because beat saber is very like techno-y and yeah. stuff and i'm just like i don't i don't they don't they don't mesh in my mind kind of thing but i was just like okay well we'll see <laughs> i could have totally done without these yeah. this extra performance because it has nothing to do with video games and they're like oh but he's they're coming to beat saber i'm like all right cool it guys. that's reaching <laughs> that's, that's a bit of a reach <laughs> um then we had a uh they called it a world premiere 
But this is a game that I've heard about for a while, and I think we even talked about it at one point on um, the Propinion Report, like, eons ago at this point, right? Um, I don't know if eons is a form of time or not. It might be it might be distance. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but basically, it's called a game called New World. It's um, by Amazon oh, Game yeah, Studio. yeah, yeah. Coming out May 2020. But I was like, this is a cool, like trailer and stuff like what is this thing mm-hmm. and then they they said new world and then said amazon games and i'm like oh, oh no yeah this is that thing no <laughs> you said it was cool <laughs> oh man i know the trailer was cool yeah it's, it's like how the magic trailers were all cool yeah they, you know? that's true and i'm just like oh boy this is this is getting out of hand guys <laughs> um but but yeah new world we when we talked about it we were like like Ew, this sounds this not sounds great. not great because like the the way that the I think it was it was like in a, in in an interview with the developers and the people doing the interview were asking them questions like like why would you call why would you call the game New World and then also have things in there that seem like the the inhabitants of the the like quote unquote New World are these like crazy like savages and stuff and then the people coming in are wearing like colonial colonization kind of things and I'm like I'm like oh this is this is really weird and stuff but but the trailer made it seem way less like that old kind of description that we had gotten of the Mm -hmm. game so maybe after that interview they were like whoa (laughs) let's read some people some people are 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 finding something here that we hopefully like on on their side that that, like we didn't want to be like the case and stuff like they're we were just trying to make this specific thing here and just kind of threw some things together. And then they were like, this reminds us of these things. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is a video game. It's not an accurate yeah. historical depiction or anything. <laughs> but but yeah, I think the, the new ideas that they were going with of like this like creepy island and what is it? Like some kind of like jewel that like brings mm. the dead back to life and stuff. I was like, okay, that seems cool. Yep. And then they're like new world. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, what's happening here? <laughs> It'd be like a small part of the game. We're still keeping the other part, but here's this. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was like, this seems pretty dope and stuff, yep. but I'm just like, Oh no, maybe, maybe we'll have to wait and see how it like turns out when it eventually hits May next year. Oh God. Yeah. Um, then we had a uh, good old Reggie come yeah, out and he's so cool i know he's very cool um he had, a, he had a really nice speech he did just about like games and, and developers in general and stuff how and like games being the best or not the best but <laughs> the most important he feels yeah like. or it was like um how like all developers start off as indie game yep devs basically and i'm just like yeah that's that's super that's super true mm-hmm. indie games rule yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i gotta say about it um but yeah so the fresh indie game he, he announced that that award and went to disco elysium mm-hmm. and then it makes I in a weird way. It's like the the independent game award also went to Disco Elysium. Not not weird that they got it, but it's like weird that it was two categories. Yeah, you know? it should have just been one. Yeah, very strange. But Disco Elysium running away with four awards at the award show over here, man. Nicely done. Yeah, they killed it. Um, then we had an announcement called uh, for a game called Convergence, which is uh, another League of Legends story. Uh, this time by Double Stallion and uh, well, Riot Forge was doing the other one as well, mm-hmm. um, but also coming to consoles and PC. This one about um, was it some some dude who can control time and stuff and cause all these butterfly effect kind of things to happen. And I was like, it sounds it sounds pretty cool. Time travel, don't mess with it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Have you not seen what is that? Uh, Sound of Thunder. Have you seen that movie? No. A Sound of Thunder, I think is what it's called. No idea. Oh, man. We'll talk about The Sound of Thunder later. I don't want to throw people off about, about all this stuff. <laughs> um, and they talked about uh, Surgeon Simulator 2, yeah, which apparently is coming next year sometime. And then a very surprising one, The Wolf Among Us 2. Oh, yeah. That's, I forgot. Telltale's is their, Yeah, their yeah, because 
I mean, okay, so so Telltale is not the same Telltale as before. No, but but they... um, but apparently um, Ad Hoc Studios, which mm-hmm. was also mentioned in there, and like underneath the the game title and stuff, um, they're apparently made up of old developers from or not old, but developers from the old Telltale Studios, and so they're doing like the main production on this game while the the new Telltale studio kind of like produces yep. basically in the background. So I was like, okay, that's cool, that's super cool. I heard, I heard them talking. I'm like, what is this game? And then, and then she says Bigby, and I'm like, oh. oh fables. Exciting. Um, then we had the award for game direction, which went to Death Stranding. Which makes the most sense. Yeah, it does make the most sense, unfortunately. <laughs> um, just because it was like a, such a weird category, and obviously Death Stranding is going to run away with this. Yeah. Um, then we got shown a little bit of the Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, apparently, they're going to have some kind of bigger reveal events on uh, January 16th of next year mm-hmm. and it looks like we're going to Skyrim. Oh yeah. I'm I'm just like, man. It's it's awesome <laughs> that the Elder Scrolls Online is doing so much cool stuff, but also I'm like, how are they going to make like the next Elder Scrolls game and it and it still be like you know like new and exciting yeah because we've now gone to like almost every single continent within that like universe of lore right yeah and I'm just like how are we gonna I don't think they even know <laughs> yeah I'm just like I don't know how this is gonna work anymore because it's like I can I can just go into this game go wherever and and visit all the countries not oh yeah all the different continents and stuff and I'm like okay now I've seen like the different places that were gonna be new and now it's just like well what is what is there left. I don't know, man. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the most mind-boggling things announced at the show, um, Fast and Furious Crossroads. Oh, Jesus Christ. And this was announced by um, Vin Diesel, Vin and, Diesel Michelle and, and Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know, all right. They were, they were announcing these things, and I thought they were going to announce a new character to the Fast and Furious series. It yeah. was ludicrous. Oh my gosh! You get it because Ludacris oh, is in the movie. <laughs> this is a bad joke. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, this, um, is, this is a weird. Yeah, it was. It was weird. So there's there's like multiple things here. We're, okay, so so the game's coming out in May of next year. Um, apparently, it's like kind of the window there. Um, it's being developed by Slightly Mad Studios and um, produced by Bandai Namco, mm. which I, I think Bandai Namco and I'm like Tails. Yeah, Tails games. But then um, Slightly Mad Studios has worked on, like, the two um, Project Cars games and a bunch of other, like, racing sim games, basically. Yeah. So I was like, this is an interesting direction to go, but it also kind of explains why the characters looked real bad in, yeah. in, the, in the game itself. I was like, am I, am I playing, or am I watching, like, a trailer for, like, the Xbox 360 or PS3 uh, yeah, it was, or something? And to be fair, mm-hmm. I, I honestly think this was a, not a great way to, oh, to, to, to end, end the show. Yeah. And obviously they still have the game of the year after. Yeah, for sure. But like announcement wise, yeah. I feel like Fast <laughs> and the Furious is a very niche. It's more, it's, of, it's more of a huge thing. I feel like for people who are, you know, really into movies and stuff. Yeah. And, and it, it's not like they even tied any like movie things in here, like showing a movie trailer. Or something, no, not right? at all. And it was funny watching the kind of funny guys. And yeah. Tim got super excited. He got texted by John Drake. <laughs> Oh like yeah, yeah. A couple minutes, he was like, "Oh, he's like, hold prepared. on to something." Yeah, <laughs> this is uh. yeah, very strange. But I was like, "All right, I like seeing Vin Diesel up there, though." Yeah, he seemed he seemed a little 
little high there. I mean, someone else said that too, and I'm like, I'm not getting this. I'm he, not getting this impression here. Vin Diesel just he's he always seems. I, like I don't Vin know. Diesel, he was know? very he was very very happy. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he's just Vin Diesel always seems like a, a cool dude. No, yeah, for especially sure. Especially after I mean, because like when I when I remember when I think of Vin Diesel, I think of like um, Riddick and. Mm. And and then eventually like get to like Fast and Furious and stuff. Yeah. But then like I think when he came out with the movie The Pacifier, I forgot about that. Then I was like, oh, Vin Diesel's a fun dude. Yeah. You know? He's not just this this you know this criminal who who escapes and does cool things but kills a lot of people. You know. <laughs> he <laughs> he's can not, watch kids. He's too. not. He's not. Yeah. He can watch kids and be a, and be a cool dude as well. Right. But but then I'm just like, oh yeah. So now now I have like a more like a lighthearted kind of view of Vin Diesel, what he might be like in the real world kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know. And that's just why, like, when I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, he seems like he's having fun. Yeah. You know? And even if he was high, good for him, too. <laughs> he can do what he wants. <laughs> but, um, and then, so then they, Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez also gave the um, award for Game of the Year. Also, an interesting choice for, for yeah, people giving yeah, that thing. Yeah, I agree. I would have thought that it made, it made sense for Jeff to just give the award for Game of the Year. Jeff, or have, like, like, somebody from Santa Monica, like Corey Barlog, or, like, Oh, yeah, the, or the previous the previous person who wanted to give. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but... Surprise twist! Sekiro Shadows Die Twice went away with Game of the Year. That was really cool. As well as Best Action Slash Adventure Game. Yeah. I was like, man. It's a nice surprise. It was a very nice surprise. I, I, I was... Obviously, I'm keeping tally on, like, our, our predictions and stuff. And I'm like, all right, is it going to be Resident Evil 2? Probably going to be Resident Evil 2. They didn't win we'll anything. For it. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. I was just like, wow, man. Resident Evil got the shaft this yeah. year as well. <laughs> uh, but I was just like, okay, like, if, if they get it, I'll mark a thing off and it'll be fine. But then Sekiro got it. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's awesome. I'll be glad to make this X. <laughs> yeah, for real. I was like, that's that's super awesome. Because yeah. I was just like, oh, just please, please not Death Stranding. <laughs> just please. It was nominated in, like, almost every category. Yeah. I was just like, no, please, no. Yep. But I was like, okay, this this turned out pretty well. It did. Yeah, they they they. I was I was worried that Sekiro wasn't going to get any awards anything. for anything, and I was just like, ah, it's going to be like, I forget. What, there was another game last year that had a similar kind of Red thing Dead. where uh, oh, Spider Man, Spider Man, yeah, Spider Man, where won. it's just like, yeah, they were in a bunch of things but didn't get anything, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, ah, oh, it's going to be another like Spider Man showing. But then they got Game of the Year, and I'm like, yes, thank you, Yo, something, thank you. <laughs> the biggest award. Mm-hmm. But very very cool overall though. Mm-hmm. Overall good show. Yeah, yeah, I think overall a good show. I, I I liked this year's show a little more than last year's show. Yeah, there's, there's some some weird parts, but there's some weird parts. But we got past it. You know? That's true. <laughs> we did get past it. <laughs> now, one thing that that we talked a little bit about already, so I probably don't have to go super far into it. Um, the next story that we had comes from Peter Brown at Gamespot, mm. and talking about the Xbox Series X, Michael. Yep. So since we kind of already talked about it somewhat, I'll just kind of defer over to Peter Brown over here. Um, he kind of talked with um, Phil Spencer. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were going to defer over to Michael here. I'm like, uh, okay, I guess I'm reading it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so Peter Brown had an interview with uh, Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, and they talked about quite a few things in here. Uh, I think it's it's probably better to go through the article to kind of like see like the different points that they were talking about because it was a little bit of a deeper dive into yep. the next console. Um, they did confirm that the the name. Series X is replacing um, Project Scarlet, which I was like, oh, Scarlet was also a cool name. It was, but, yeah. But it's it's fine. I, I like Series X as well. Um, they showed the console, the like the way it looked and stuff. Talked about the design, how like the top portion is like a giant fan, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes, because I always worry about <laughs> these things overheating and stuff. Um, but yeah, I just like I liked the I like the sleek look of everything. Yeah. 
The, uh, they talked a little bit about the controller as well. They said that the controller, and this one I, I just thought was interesting, where the controller is basically staying the same. They're adding a share button, which I, I appreciate on the PS4. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but also, like a little interesting, like fun fact in there was that the um, the new design based off of Microsoft's research um, made made the controller like ever so slightly smaller in subtle ways they said mm. and that way that they were able to increase the coverage of like i guess people that you know like were like it fits in the majority of hands is kind of what they were going off of right and they said that um by just making it ever so slightly smaller in certain ways that they raised the coverage of people's hands that it fits in from 95 percent to 98 percent. oh wow and i'm like that's amazing stats and i don't yeah. know how you got that but it sounds <laughs> it sounds really cool it, 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 it is funny to see that the controller, because there's the rumors for the PS5 controller, is that mm. they're not really changing it too much from the PS4 controller either. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting to see that Xbox didn't really... They changed things, but they, the, the core thing is still the same. Yeah, yeah. And I just... Man, I just really hope... I don't I, I have a feeling it's not going to be the case, because games are still made with, like things that involve the speaker on the ps4 controller oh, yeah i just really hope there's no speaker on the ps4 controller well, be you interesting. Know? <laughs> which which then it's just like it makes it makes it difficult because if if the ps5 is backwards compatible and a lot of games on the ps4 use that like speaker option kind of thing a lot of like bigger games not yeah. like smaller games but if a bunch of them use that and now there's no speaker on the new controller then it's just like well i just, i i want to i want to hope that they don't do it because it's just another thing that I always, oh, excuse me, so many burps. Um, I always have like turned off anyways, mm-hmm. because like one, it's just like I don't know. It's it's not always super useful. No, not not every game has it anyways. But then also, it's just another thing that takes up the battery life. So I'm just like, take off as many things as you can that use up the battery life, <laughs> and, and also and also extend the battery. Life. Yes, yes, that's important. But yeah, but I'm I'm hoping that it's not going to be there. But it probably will still have a speaker, which I'm just probably. like, oh guys, yeah. come on. Just make the big change. It's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think one other point on there, just in terms of the the new announcements and stuff, was that when they showed the console, I appreciated that they put the controller right next to it. Yeah. Because then you get an idea of how large this thing is, where it looks like the width of the box is basically the width of an the Xbox controller. controller. Yeah. And then it's maybe like three two and a half or, or three controllers high. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's... That's good. That's a good way to do this because we know what size like the controller is, and then now we kind of roughly know what size the box is going to be. Right. So I can start eyeing out where I can put this thing next to the TV. (laughs) (laughs) That's so exciting, Michael. Yeah, it is cool. Oh my gosh, can't even wait. Next one, something else that I'm excited for, but probably have to wait for for quite a while for. Um, Did you hear earlier in the week? I think on Monday or so. Um, that a new Bioshock game. Oh yeah, was was talked about. I forgot about that. Yeah, so we had uh, Daniel Cooper over on Engadget, who said that a uh, new studio um, being led by Kelly Gilmore, and she's apparently a veteran who worked on XCOM and Civilization. Apparently, a new Bioshock game is in development. Mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of read a little bit here from the story. Two K Games has announced the formation of a new studio called Cloud Chamber which will take the lead on a new title in the Bioshock series. Cloud Chamber has offices in California and Montreal and will be headed up by 2K veteran Kelly Gilmore, who has previously worked on Civilization and XCOM. Um, as well as Gilmore Bioshock veterans Hoagie de la Plante and Scott Sinclair and Jonathan Pelling are also involved. 
Um, they mentioned that one name isn't one name that isn't mentioned is the original creator Ken Levine, mm-hmm. uh, but apparently he's moved on to work on a new title at Ghost Story Games, and probably won't be working on this game at all. No, probably. And I was like, okay, that's fine with me. Cool. Uh, but yeah, Bioshock, Michael. I I do like I did like the first one. First one was scary, good. Mm-hmm. Never played and the second one. You played Infinite. Right? I did play Infinite. We okay. I think we played it at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Infinite was very good too. So yeah, that's why I'm just like, okay, I've I've always I've liked the first game and Infinite. We have two, but I haven't I haven't played it. I heard that it was like Bioshock Two was good. Yeah. But it was kind of like the it was the the only kind of like new like interesting things that kind of happened was near the beginning when you first meet the first uh, big because it, it was the big daddy was like the main awful creature in the first game and yes. stuff right but then when you meet a big sister that I heard that that was a really cool like creepy experience when you first meet them because they're using like plasmids and stuff uh-huh. and it's they're kind of like just creepy in general um, but then it's like becomes just kind of like a same old like Bioshock 1 kind yeah. of thing afterwards. So I was like, eh, that's kind of disappointing. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I am hoping, now this is this is just me shooting out ideas, Michael. Oh, no. Because they talked about how like um, they're they're interested to find out like, like I, think it's, it, I think they talked about how like the the new game, there's, there's plenty of places that they could explore and stuff, right? And they went to, in the first game, they went under the sea. Yep. Next game, they went into the sky. Space. Now I'm like space, <laughs> space, space Bioshock, <laughs> the moon, the moon. That sounds a lot like prey then. Or yeah, something. it does. Yeah, but but I think it'd be cool. I'm it just would like, be cool. Wow. Yeah, if they do it right. If you want to go into space, take me to space. Take me to space. But then in my head, because I, I was thinking about this before you got here, and I was like, man, if they took it to space, they could like do one of those crazy like space like elevators. Oh yeah. Know? Whereas I mean, because that was one of the things that they, they kept pretty much in the what's called the first game and infinite that i really liked where it's like the very beginning of the game you're kind of like wandering and stuff a little bit um depending on which game you're playing um depends on like where you're wandering but then it's like in the first game you go into this uh like what what are they called the bathosphere yep you go inside there and then it like takes you down into the ocean Mm -hmm. and stuff and it's like you're going with this and all of a sudden you see rapture right and then in the in bioshock infinite you like shoot up. You go to the the lighthouse and it shoots you up into the sky, and yep. then now you're over in oh, I forget what it's called. Columbia. Columbia. There we go. Yeah, you're in Columbia, and I was like, that's really cool. But I'm like, well, how could they do this? Since they've already gone in both directions, I'm like, how could they do it differently? And I'm like, oh, if they have like a space elevator. They could like throw <laughs> you like up there, and it's like you're going up, and it's like you're like, oh, I'm gonna be in the sky, but like, nope, I go out right into outer space. space, and then That'd be just cool. like on the moon or something. You know, as I always say, yeah, if one piece can be in space. Anybody can be in space. When was One Piece in space? You know those side stories? Uh, who's the electric dude? Oh, Enel? Yeah. Oh, gosh. He's on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I was, like, I was like, what kind of One Piece lore are you pulling here that I haven't seen? Like, I got oh, it. I got it. I know what you're talking about. I saw the, that, the few panels of yeah. those things. Oh, my gosh. That was so ridiculous. <laughs> it's space pirates, and mm-hmm. Enel went and took over the space pirates. Yep. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, Michael. Now, this is going to be a, a real bad um, segue here, but speaking of things that have to do with the pirates, Michael, and this is going to like loosely tie in with the pirates here, uh, apparently, according to Michael McWhorter, and earlier in the week, it was announced that uh, MLB The Show, oh, yeah. the baseball series, is going multi-platform, Michael. Mm-hmm. Now, how are you feeling about this, Michael? I know probably not strongly anyway. Not strongly. <laughs> cool. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there were some articles I saw about it. I was like, oh, 
Um, and it's one of those 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 bad like websites that just get clicks. They're like, oh man, one of Sony's big flagships. Important. I'm like, that will be the show, big flagship. <laughs> like, there's a there's there's a group of people who like these games, but I wouldn't say it's like a I an think- important sony flagship game yeah i i think i think actually though like the sorry this was uh, michael mcwarder and samit sarkar on polygon um i think actually though like i was i was listening to people talk about it and i was like oh you know actually it does make sense because because the the only like huge like baseball game on like any of the consoles MLB. is mlb the show mm-hmm. and and it's been like I, I i always forget about it because i don't play baseball games and stuff but the the show really is like it is it's been sony exclusive forever Forever, basically or not forever but a very long time like um what's called sony santa monica has been working on this game or this game series basically and it sells like super well Mm -hmm. and obviously keeps that studio you know just just churning out all the time and stuff so i mean it's it's i think it's something that maybe like we don't think about all the time as being like a you know like a huge like sony exclusive but Based off of like, yeah, like what it is yeah. and how many people love baseball and stuff. Like it's it's in my mind, it's almost like you know, the like what are they what are they called the NFL games? What are they Madden? Madden. There we go. <laughs> Football. You got you know it. What I'm saying, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Juju it's Smith. like the, the Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like it's like the Madden games and like FIFA and stuff like that. Like this is the baseball game. Yeah, and it's only ever playable That's on on PlayStation. So I'm like, oh yeah, like they make a lot of sense, but I'm just it, like, it I does, never think yeah. about it because I don't play baseball. You know? it, it's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's so why I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's weird though that like it's been Sony for so long, and yeah. now it's just like, okay, like you can you can still come out with games, but you're gonna be making them other way other places too. I honestly didn't realize it was just a Sony exclusive. Until yeah, recently. yeah, yeah. Like uh, I think it was it was not this story, but somewhere else I had, I had been looking that talked about how I think the last time that a like, because uh, 2K used to also make um, MLB games, mm-hmm. and I think the last one they made was like several years ago at this point, and then they eventually just like like canned it. They're just like like now like we're not we're, we're not doing well. Like yeah. people aren't like buying this thing up, and like we're losing money by continuing to make a baseball game. So they just cut it mm-hmm. and like stuck with the ones that people enjoyed from them. Um, but yeah, here, here's a small small tweet over here from the um, MLB Communications. Apparently, MLB underscore pr on twitter um that that xbox reference to um so inside here where is it yeah there we go so in addition the historic expansion of the long-standing partnerships will bring mlb the show for the first time ever to additional console platforms beyond playstation platforms as early as 2021 oh cool yeah and then xbox tweeted retweeted that and so did nintendo yeah just like oh man mlb on the switch sounds interesting would that excite you to play baseball michael more often you you play it sometimes. Yeah, I I, I bought the, I think I bought the last three. And oh, I, did you really? I, yeah, I got I get into I get into baseball moods. Yeah, it's my favorite because the one of the more recent like the shows yeah. was on PS Plus. Yep, that's right? the free okay. one you have with a uh, good old. Oh man, Derek Jeter, uh, Bray Normal. Base armor. Bryce Harper, good yeah. job. <laughs> I was like, you're mouthing things to me, but I can't, I can't understand what you're mouthing. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they, they had that. It's, I, I think I like the baseball games the most, mm-hmm. other than the NBA, um, the 2K series. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Their story modes the past two years have been very, very, very good. Uh, and the Madden story mode has been very good. Yeah. The MLB The Show doesn't have that yet. Do they really not have a story yeah, mode? They don't have it. They, yeah, yeah, they have a creature on character or join the show. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's very, there's no story. There's no, like, there's no actors. You're just a minor league player. Go then you the become system. major you, league. You pick uh, dialogue options, but there's no speaking. It's oh, not weird. really like dialogue options. It's just like, oh, yeah, I think I did good today. Oh, you'll do better next time. Oh, thanks for the advice, coach, kind of things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, very, yeah, very interesting. Yeah. But, but the games overall are very good. Like yeah, it. yeah. That's why, like, I, I pretty much always hear good things about the show. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, in terms of other things like FIFA and, and Madden and stuff, I always hear people complain that, like, things aren't changing enough and that, you know, it's just people enjoy certain things but other things are just like why won't why won't they fix these things yeah. and they just don't ever do it but i mean yeah i don't think i've ever heard really bad things about the show no. which is a lot to say about like a, a sports franchise on video games uh-huh. and it's a fantastic name yeah. i love it's a pretty it's a pretty cool name mm-hmm. but now instead of talking about baseball which i know nothing about um <laughs> We can, we can go over to. Oh, geez, this is a bad transition. Also, oh, we can go over to a story that happens around China stuff, which I also know probably nothing about. Um, this one coming from <laughs> from uh, Rebecca Valentine, though, over on GamesIndustry.biz. Um, the story is a company was fined nearly a hundred thousand dollars for publishing an unapproved game in China. Jesus Which is crazy, Michael. Like back to back weeks, we're talking about China. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> China's on a roll in a bad way. Here. Um, but so over on uh, GamesIndustry.biz, Rebecca Valentine talks about. Uh, she says a Chinese gaming company has been fined uh, seven hundred thousand yuan, which is the equivalent of roughly ninety nine thousand U.S. dollars. Oh, jeez. Um, they published a game in the country without a license, and it was the first instance of such a fine since the restructuring of the government's gaming regulator. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, geez. Uh, so apparently the so this came from the South China Morning Post um, report. They said that the unnamed Beijing-based company was fined seven times its total revenue from the game. And this is in accordance with a law that allows the government to fine publishers of unlicensed games between five and ten times an unlicensed game's revenue. <sighs> and I'm Jeez. like, there's a law like that? You're crazy over here. But yeah, they just got that iron grip on... On the gaming seems, area over there, apparently. It's weird, because this is another weird thing. I typed in China video games just to see if like, that article thing pops up. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there was apparently trying to ban children playing video games for more than 90 minutes. Yeah, I saw that a while so ago, too. gamers under the age of 18 will be banned from playing online games for more than 90 minutes on weekdays and will be forbidden from playing between 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. How do you enforce that? <laughs> yeah. I think, because I was, I, I definitely remember watching something about this, because there was someone that was talking to me in terms of, like the video or something right um but yeah i think they were talking about that ban and whatnot and it sounded like the people you know like who who it would affect right the um it's basically kind of targeting like arcades and things yeah because china's on this and i I believe this is what it's related to china's on a huge like tirade in terms of trying to prevent um nearsightedness within okay. like their population and stuff because it's a weird huge, thing to try to prevent it is yeah it is weird but it's like <laughs> a huge number of the chinese population is nearsighted okay and it's just getting worse and worse and so you know similar to how like i don't know over in the the u.s right when gun problems happen and stuff 
the the president gets on and it's like oh video games we gotta get video games out of here they're too violent and stuff. yeah they don't talk about movies and no. all those things but that's not they this conversation guns themselves yeah right then <laughs> that's not what this conversation is about but in terms of similarly to that um china is being like video games are causing people to become like more nearsighted is that a, like a not a thing. Okay. Um, it's in terms <laughs> Glad of you're an yeah, icon. No, yeah. In in terms of like nearsightedness and stuff, it's um, the things that that has that I've read about and stuff and learned about in school that they talked about um, have to do with obviously like the environment that people are in. So when and it kind of makes sense when people are in an environment that is very like close up their vision system kind of develops for that like environment. Okay. Like they've, it's, it's, it's a sad kind of thing, but they've done studies on like animals and stuff where they stuck, I think it was monkeys and things in these basically enclosed spaces and the monkeys vision only, and it was only developed for like that specific space that they were in. So when they took them out of that space, now these monkeys are blind far away. That sucks. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a crappy kind of like study kind of thing in terms of like, animals and whatnot but in terms of like learning like about these kinds of things like environment plays a heavy role on you know like vision development Mm -hmm. so um one of the kind of thoughts in terms of like why nearsightedness is so much worse in like asian countries and stuff or like among the asian population is because a lot of asian countries have kids starting off in like schooling and learning like so early on in life oh, right they're so they're confined. like yeah kind of yeah confined in the sense that they're like looking at a lot of like you know like assignments and homework and things like that up close and so it's like yeah the that kind of thing is what they're they're worried about in terms of like the nearsightedness but because they can't just go and cut out school right because yeah. <laughs> that's an awful thing to do um they're like what else can we do to take away from and this, so is video kind of, this is a scapegoat again. Yeah, this is kind of this is me a bit more like projecting and stuff yeah. of what it seems like it is. But yeah, trying to take away more things that they do up close. So it's like take video games out. They can only play for ninety minutes a day, kind of thing. And I'm just like, like, oh, jeez, TV or something, right? Like other other or just tell kids to go play outside. Yeah, you know, I think that was another thing that we learned about in school too, where it's like, yeah, like I think going outside and playing for like one to two hours like every day can help in terms of like preventing like nearsightedness from like developing like more rapidly and stuff, you know, that and I'm just sense. like, well, makes a lot of sense. Go out and play kids. You <laughs> there you know? go. But yeah, I was just like, Oh, such a, such a weird thing to that is, learn about. That is, yeah. Very strange. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that, that's going on over in China. Nearsightedness control by limiting video games. And, Good old China yeah. and, and fighting <laughs> publishers and stuff. Oh my gosh. God. Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was a weird kind of thing. I'm just like, I get it that it's a law, and they're able to do it, but it was crazy that it's, it's even a law in the first place. Yeah, but it never passed here, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably not. That'd be that'd be pretty insane if something like that ever passed yeah. here. But um, the only other thing I was going to mention here is that um, there's another story that I found on gamesindustry.biz. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go over it because it's a more of an in-depth kind of read and whatnot. Um, but Rebecca Valentine again had a story called the year of PR disasters and talking specifically about 2019 in review kind yep. of thing. Um, she goes over a lot of the stuff that was like ridiculous and things that people or companies or industry figures said throughout the year mm-hmm. or did throughout the year <laughs> that were just like ridiculous and inappropriate as she kind of said and like out- outrageous and stuff. And it's a, it's a pretty, pretty interesting list to go through and like read about and stuff. Just 
If if you wanted a good snapshot of all the crazy weird things that happened in 2019, <laughs> like, it's a pretty pretty good read there. So this is on Polygon, right? Uh, no, it's, uh, Games Industry. Oh, Games Rebecca Shop. Valentine. Okay. But, yeah, she's always still doing good work yeah. over there. Uh, but yeah, so I just want to give a quick quick shout out to that one over there. And the last one, I'm not going to go through the entire list of oh, things because that would be a long long Love little list. bit there. <laughs> Uh, but in terms of the state of play and Nintendo's indie world, Michael. Yeah. Now, um, just kind of general general thoughts about both. What were some of the things you you enjoyed? We can just do state of play first. What were some of the things you enjoyed in the state of play, oh, and and how how did you how would you rate it overall on a scale of like one to ten? Um, I'm trying to remember what happened in the Sony State of Play. Oh yeah, I can I can do like a quick refresher because I, I watched it, but I don't. Because I, for, I forgot the Nintendo thing happened, too. Yeah, yeah I almost um, forgot the Nintendo thing. And I was like, oh, geez, so much stuff. Um, let's see here. Oh, gosh. I can, I can oh, they showed it. They, they, it was, I, I thought the that they would uh, show more of Ghosts of uh, Tsushima at oh, yeah, the, yeah. the Game Awards. I thought that was a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why can't you just... Sh- I know you want to yeah, have like, like an announcement just here. Now? Just show it now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll run through real okay, quick. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. did. Okay, I, I know we said we wouldn't do it, but we'll do it anyways. Uh, they did uh, Untitled Goose Game yep. appeared. Yep. Um, they had Spellbreak. Mm-hmm. Dreams was shown. Uh, Super Liminal, that kind of like mind bending puzzle game. Yeah. Um, Paper Beast, which mm-hmm. is a PSVR game. The DLC uh, for Kingdom Hearts Three called Remind. That's right with Kyria. Yeah. Um, Predator Hunting Grounds mm-hmm. showed up. Uh, Babylon's Fall, which actually looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix and Platinum over there. Uh, then we had a uh, Project Resistance campaign, which ended up being Resident Evil Three, mm-hmm. the the remake there, and and we actually got a date for that, uh, yeah. April third. Real much sooner than I thought. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, the only other two things they had a kind of anniversary message. Uh, it was the twenty fifth anniversary of the original PlayStation mm-hmm. um, on the third of December. Um, so Ken Kutaragi, I guess he was one of the dudes who. I think he was like the chairman at the time when the PS1 originally came out. Right. So he had like a nice little message inside there. And then, yeah, they had like the tease for a trailer for Ghost of Tsushima that was going to be at the Game Awards, which I was like, that's a weird, weird little thing you did there. Um, Overall, I I feel like it lines up with most of the state of plays that Mm. have occurred this year. There's nothing like really like, (gasps) oh my gosh, but it's, it has like a solid amount of information. I do like, um, um, Untitled Goose Games coming to the PS4. Yeah, that's really which cool. Which is really nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't... I know there's a lot of people, like, and Greg Miller, too, that really was into uh, Predator and oh, Hunting yeah, Grounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's a multiplayer game, so maybe and, that's and it's part not even, of what... It, it could be part of that. It's probably mostly the part. Yeah. But I've never been a huge fan of the Predator series. Oh, really? Even, like, when they brought in, uh, like, Alien from Alien Isolation, that game, that apparently did very good. The horror oh, yeah, game. yeah. I was never, like, into that either. Mm. I, you, so, you, so you're saying like you're not really a fan of like the Alien series or like the Predator or the series. Predator series or gotcha. I, don't, I think I'm a, I'm a fan of like when they introduce like movie series to like video games even like Terminator if they ever did that oh or yeah, yeah Robocop or mm-hmm. they did it did they didn't do a Dread game did they uh Judge Dread yeah I don't I think, think so or maybe they did. there was a game called Dread I don't think I it believe, was off. but it wasn't it wasn't Judge Dread yeah. it was something else yeah um, I'm sure it'll be good launching April 24th but uh, mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm kind of excited I, about, yeah, 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 about I'm, Predator Hunting Grounds. Yeah, you, you do like Predator I like Hunting. I like Predators, like, in terms of, like, the, the series. Yeah. Right? 
that's a weird Ooh, that's sentence. a weird sentence oh man but yeah I, I like i like those those aliens yeah in general and then i like that what's it called um because i enjoyed friday the 13th the game mm-hmm. um it's the same studio ilphonic that's making this game that made yep. that game so that's why i'm just like okay like i could enjoy being being one of the predators and just kind of going out and throwing spears using my shoulder cannon <laughs> yeah. and stuff that sounds like fun right? i think yeah. the shoulder cannon has always been the coolest thing yeah it's like oh man i want one of those um but i think the, the other like thing that was like sp- unfortunately spoiled was that um resident evil oh, 3 that, that would have been be a huge thing if it wasn't leaked yeah that's why i was Fire. like if, if we hadn't heard anything about it during the week where they were like resident evil 3 is going to be announced soon oh, yeah. then it would have been like oh that would have been great to so just get where they're just like oh like coming like pro- project resistance here's the campaign and then it's like boom resident yep. evil 3 i would have been like okay and i because i've never growing up never played resident evil too much yeah this yeah. was the one i do remember playing at my friend's house oh you do okay, some yeah. of it not mm-hmm. a lot i would mostly watch him play because i was too afraid of it but i remember <laughs> nemesis yeah, yeah very very much with his big old bazooka and stuff yeah yeah like this is it like a cannon arm or something yeah like something that? like that but yeah. it looked very good yeah it looked it looks really really interesting and creepy and stuff and i was like all right i want to play this apparently there's an easter egg too in resident evil 2 yeah at some point when you like leave the <clears throat> mm-hmm. some kind place. of some kind of item that you can like uh what's it like log or something like that you can find right well that too but apparently there's uh there's been video of if you leave the police station at one point mm-hmm. and you're going down this alley you can hear the voice of nemesis oh, saying yeah, something yeah. and stuff yeah in the something about like eliminate stars yeah something like that okay yeah i think i do remember hearing about that mm-hmm. as well uh but yeah otherwise i was like yeah, yeah. this one is it's the, I don't know, the Sony hasn't figured out how to really nail these no. state of plays no. yet. Like the, they kind of, I don't know, it's, they, they don't have the formula down like how Nintendo does. Oh, God. Where like Nintendo goes like hard and it's all like indie kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's that's great. It's great. Do it. Do it. Um, do it. <laughs> but like when, when Sony does it, it's like they do it, but the games there are not like, I don't know. They're they're not like it, it seems like when Nintendo does their thing, they have like a prime selection of indie games. Yes. Whereas like Sony is like grabbing whatever indie games they can, and kind of like you know just mashing them together mm-hmm. and being like, all right, this stuff. Let, let's do these things, <laughs> and then we'll end with something big like yep. Final Fantasy VII remake or Resident Evil Three. But I'm just like I'm like yeah, it's like it's I don't know it, the 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 formula just feels weird. It, it does. Feels like they haven't gotten it down yet. And hopefully, they these are like they're slowly learning, and by twenty twenty, sometime they'll have. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean hopefully, this is like what they're like third state of play already, yeah. and it's like they haven't figured it out yet. I'm like, come on, guys, you've you had, you've you've they must have just had people that could have just watched all of the Nintendo directs up till now and been like, okay, this is this seems like a good formula they got going here. Let's just emulate that with our own games, and then we'll be good. But it's like. We, it's like I feel like they just can't quite do it because it's like they want to include a big announcement yeah. from like a, a more like triple A game in each one, and yet like the, the ones that they choose f- to like sprinkle in between like indie game wise and stuff is like they're, it's like they're trying to really throw in like specific ones that they can only grab for PlayStation if that makes sense. But but it's like they're not grabbing the the goods, you know. It, it could be just thing they just don't have. Yeah, I'm mean, enough to. I, I think it's they don't have like the the indie relations like they yeah. used to have, and it's just like, well, now we got to pick and choose like these kind of like things that people 
doesn't seem like we'll care about in mass audiences and stuff. And I'm just sure. like, ah, oh, it's kind of sad. That's why Nintendo. That's why Nintendo the has the indie world. Yeah, you know? for sure. <laughs> but yeah, then speaking of the indie world, uh, we'll just go straight into that one. Um, this one, how'd you feel about that one? Because that one, it came like what four hours after the the state of play. Yeah, that day? this one, this one was good too. There was a, there was a couple cool ones that I I liked. Mm-hmm. You don't have to run through these ones because there's, there's a lot in this one too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, some strong points. I like the new golf story game oh, called yeah, Sports Story. story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's not even like like the trailer you're there's these new sports but it's like you're still like <laughs> it's using, like golf like, mashed up with other sports yeah, and stuff. it's super weird like use a golf club to hit a soccer ball into yeah the net, and i'm just like what's happening uh, golf story uh is it's fun game so yeah, yeah i'll probably if this is cheap enough i'll probably check this one out yeah. looks like the same character too oh is it, oh, is it yeah oh, okay okay um oh, there was that one game what was it called Oh, Super Super Mash. Oh, man, Super Mash looked so good. Where you combine, good. like, an RPG and, like, a, or JRPG and, like, a platformer. Yeah, yeah. Looks super, super good. That one looked, yeah, that one looks really cool. <coughs> the Yeah, so that one is by Digital Continue mm-hmm. coming out May of next year. Um, but, yeah, it's like you, they the creator and stuff, he was saying that you pick your game types, you pick two game types and you mash them together. And then the, the game itself, the software, like, creates a game for you to play Mm -hmm. and then it has like a code apparently so if you use the code and you share it with other people or you write it down you can go back to that game and stuff that's so cool and i'm just like this sounds awesome sounds amazing the the guy even like he he held up like a sign during the thing and he said like this is like one of my favorites so far and so he have that has that code so i haven't written down so really i can go and play it once the game comes out and i'm just like oh man (laughs) i love the idea of this game creating games for me based Mm -hmm. off of things i want to play at the time that's really cool it's super cool um other other thing that stood out to me again uh, i'll Mm. there'll be a segue um was uh and i never beat this oh no no no, uh, boyfriend dungeon yeah that was the other one i was gonna talk about yeah i forgot about that one because i never i remember you talking about it a lot yeah because it was was something that was only coming to pc yeah i was just like ah, i would want to i want to play this it's like you you go into the dungeons and find these different weapons, and each weapon can transform into a person, basically. Yep. And then you you essentially like you you go around and like explore these dungeons with the weapons that you bring in, and then it's like you level them up by using them in combat and stuff, and then also going on dates with them. And I'm just like, this is this sounds is so amazing. weird, and quirky, <laughs> but it sounds hilarious. Um, uh, Axiom Verge too. Yeah, that looked really cool. Never that was very cool finished the first one on the ps did you play the first one yeah i played a little oh, bit okay, on the vita okay. it was fun yeah yeah so this one I, you you reason. probably i mean since you've been really digging hollow knight lately that like the metroidvania style if yeah you went back to axiom verge now you'd probably get pretty into it i probably would get really you, into it after you finish hollow knight i assume yeah it's gonna be a while though yeah <laughs> it, it it the something about axiom verge i think there's just other games that came out during the time yeah, yeah there was a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. around that time but yeah. But yeah, it looks cool. there was another game though called Gleamlight. Yeah. That um, was developed by the studio who did Bloodstained Ritual of the Night and is a side scrolling action game with a stained glass look in which you play as a sword. Mm-hmm. Now. Wait, they, they Deco did Bloodstained Ritual of the Night? Apparently, same company. Oh, okay. Same. Cool, cool. At least this is what this says, this yeah. article. I'll um, believe in you. On Kotaku, so. Um, but there has been backlash. From this game, Gleamlight. <laughs> um, and Gleamlight publisher has responded to the accusations of being a Hollow Knight ripoff. And to be fair, to preference this, when I did see the trailer for Gleamlight, 
Mm. I did get a massive Hollow Knight vibe. I'm like, oh, this looks a lot like... Not like in like the stained glass, but like the aesthetic, the the, the underground kind of look, the character kind of things. It does have a very strong Hollow Knight vibe. Yeah, yeah. And people... Freaked out. Freaked out. As the internet does. Yes. <laughs> and this prompted the publisher to respond um, saying... Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll say this first. On a YouTube video of this game, <coughs> um, the trailer for Gloomlight has only been viewed over 11,000 times as of the writing, mm-hmm. as the cop, top comments are all about Hollow Knight. The footage also has more dislikes than likes. Ah, oh, that's which sad. Which is a shame. Yeah. But the publisher responded, according to developer Daiko, is that how you say it right? I think so, yeah. I would Dico. assume Daiko or Deco. Um, the aesthetics are influenced by beautiful stained glass artistry, which tracks, but even so, the similarities between both games are striking. Um, the color palettes... Okay, this is just the author going into that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where was... Okay. Um, Gleamlight is still in development. The representative saved the, the dev team is aware of, Hol- of the game Hollow Knight, but the game has nothing to do with that title. Um, he, and they don't say that it's really influenced by it either. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's like, cause like when, when I was watching it, like I've, I've played Hollow Knight and I was just like, oh, when, when you, when you mentioned it earlier before we started the show, I was like, <laughs> oh, that's, I guess I could see it, but it didn't, when I was watching it, I didn't, it didn't strike me as like, oh man, Hollow Knight ripoff coming in. Right. You know? I didn't, I didn't get the vibe of ripoff, but I did definitely get Hollow Knight vibes and mm. I don't, I don't get the backlash because there's games like Oceanhorn. Yeah, I was like, there's, there's a bunch of games. A bunch that are like of games. games yeah. Right? If it's if it if it's just taking, not taking, but um, what's a good word? Um, emulating. Emulating or or referencing mm-hmm. Hollow Knight and its look and stuff. Cool. As long yeah. as you don't blatantly steal things from it. Yeah, I mean, it's um, that's why. Like the, I think the thing that they were really focusing on in there was that the, what's it called? Because uh, like in Hollow Knight, you have like your health meter and you can like recharge using your soul points and stuff like that. Right. The, your, it's like every time you hit something, you gain a little bit more of that, like white meter on the left of your health. Right. And it's like, you can build that to use it for special attacks mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I mean, in, in this game, gleam light, gleam light, um, it looks like, like they were talking about how there's no HUD and it's just like, you will go through the world and kind of like, they want you to be able to explore and do things, but there's no indication that, you know, it's it's like a standard kind of like Metroidvania game mm-hmm. where it's just like you go and you go and do these things and then you can just explore and, and get lost in this world and whatnot, which is like in, in Hollow Knight, I'm, I'm reminded it's more of a game because, you know, I see like my health and I'm just like, oh, I got one health left. I can't get hit by this boss again. Whereas in that one, it was like when you get hit, it looks like the screen like gets red and gets like closer and closer to you. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing where they're doing interesting stuff like, I don't know, like uh, Dead Space where there wasn't yeah. really like a HUD kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, I like this. That's cool. Yeah. But so I'm just like, well, guys, if it looks a little bit similar. Yeah. I don't, that's I did, okay. <laughs> it didn't look to me like the dude was a bug and he's no, not at all. bugs and stuff. I'm yeah. like, calm down people. People yeah. are just, people who are really into things get very passionate and yeah. their passion turns into anger, which yeah. is <laughs> unfortunate. Never good. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking up. Um, so what's it called for bloodstained ritual of the night. Um, so originally it was it was Inti Creates who was working on it, and then eventually um, what's it called uh, Igarashi brought on Deco oh, okay. and another studio Monobit. <laughs> so so they helped with it. They didn't just like they weren't Com- like the sole developer right, kind of right. thing. That's, That's why good. I was like, this sounds weird, but mm-hmm. that makes sense though. 
okay. and then also 505 games and people like that right right but yeah they had a lot of a lot of cool stuff though mm-hmm. and this one i was just like wow this was like bounds and leaps better than the oh Sado yeah play earlier nintendo the has the oh. down to a t yeah but they just have so many like cooler things oh, going do. on you know i'm just for like, sure guys come on do you know what also has man. cool things oh like 50 percent of the time 50 <laughs> percent of the time <laughs> and exclusively only sony things oh man that's it's probably what we like to call the entire list of upcoming games on the playstation network as listed by justin maskingale brought to you by the bros and consoles co-hosts each and every weekend oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i don't know what that was <laughs> that was an interesting kind of thing there too um so this week we have i believe when i counted it it was 24 games mm. so it's a bit so, of it's a bit of a list this that week. is a big of a list is there 24 good things no not at all but <laughs> there are <laughs> i'm just gonna be honest not at all but there are some things in here which are which are interesting um the first one i don't know how interesting it is but uh, it's called 3m spain foundation plus so yeah uh no dash stem plus vr <laughs> This is a what? bad name already. I don't know what's going on. Coming to PSVR on the 18th, an educational project of scientific dissemination to encourage STEM vocation in children. I don't know what that sentence means. I don't um, includes four individual experiences of virtual reality, science, math, technology, and engineering block. Oh, STEM. Okay. STEM. Is that, wait, is that what it means? STEM programs in college or high school. It's it's That's what that stands for. Gotcha. So, yeah. so it's... Okay, why would they why would they throw that out of order? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Science is the S, technology the T, engineering the E. Okay, yes. gotcha. Math the M. All right, mm-hmm. that makes way more sense. Mm-hmm. I just um, <laughs> okay, to be lived in groups of three players where they learn specific content and meet challenges in a collaborative way. Beautiful. So it sounds like a multiplayer VR game. Yeah. For kids. Cool. Weird because like kids kids under the age of twelve shouldn't be playing VR. I know. Hi. Interesting. Interesting. Um, then we have Art Pulse coming to PSVR on Tuesday. Art Pulse offers an artistic VR sandbox to play and express your creativity. Spawn and combine shapes, colors, and freehand painting to sync them seamlessly into the background music. You don't need to be an experienced artist or musician to make cool stuff. You just need you can just create and let the game elevate it. Cool. Yeah. Right. Then we have Bayala the game oh, no. coming out on the 19th. Oh, no. And this was a weird thing where it's like I had to actually, I, unfortunately, I had to dive in to figure out what was going on here. Oh, really? Because I was like, this sounds wrong. So the thing that they have written on here is plunge into the magical world of elves. And I was like, this is clearly not elves. No, people. those are fairies. These are clearly fairies. So I had to go and dig, which I was just like, oh, why am I having to do this for? So I found on um, something called the globalscreen.de. Didn't even know that could be a, a ending phrase for a website. Um, so Biala, which I figured is a movie, apparently, um, talks about how like the world is. It has to do with with fairies, and I'm just like, okay, okay. confirmed now. These are fairies, not elves, because like, these are really weird looking elves. I can see why they <laughs> loosely see why they could say elves because their ears are very pointed. Yeah, but That's also probably it's what like, they these are the people. Off of. These are the people making the game. You know, that's like, true. That's they true. should know. That's true. <laughs> it's like what's happening here. And the other weird thing is that um, if, when I searched for like the name of the game, I just or I think I just searched for Biala, um, and then it came up on Steam because Steam is also going to be putting out the game. Of course, they are. or it's already out. Um, but in there, the description, the first sentence says, plunge into the magical world of fairies. And I'm like, you okay. guys just didn't even do your homework. No, they here. didn't. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, so plunge into the magical world of fairies. 
a spellbinding, uh, I guess it must be fairy adventure, um, accompanies Syrah on the magical journey across Bayala. When the dragons disappear, the magic of might might vanish. What? The power of might might vanish. <laughs> Wait, what? What's happening here? The power, the of, power magic. of magic might vanish. Oh, wow. There we go. Two. Um, together with Syrah, set off on an adventure-packed journey through forests into caves and across Biala's dragon mountains. There you go. All right. It looks like a 3D character platformer kind of thing. Oh, God. So, looks kind of not great. <laughs> um, <laughs> it would have been great if you just said looks. <laughs> looks uh, like next game. <laughs> just don't even uh, say yeah, it. <laughs> then we have uh, Demon Pit coming on Tuesday to PS4. Arise, Demon Hunter. It is time. The years you spent slaughtering demon kind in the mortal world did little to cleanse your soul. Your sins have been laid bare, and you have been judged. You are damned for eternity. The pit awaits. And I read that, and I was like, man, that sucks for this dude. Yeah. He went and fought demons and stuff, and they're just like, nah, you, you didn't no. do enough. You're, we're going to send you to, to hell anyway. You're not the main character of Doom. That sucks. Yeah, and then I was also like, yeah, what's with this Doom ripoff? What's happening here? <laughs> Um, then another game that has to do with demons, Demons with Shotguns, coming out on Tuesday. The ultimate couch fragger jib fest, armed with powerful boomstick and yep. bullet deflecting shield. Oh, sorry, a powerful boomstick and bullet deflecting shield. Up to four players wage unholy war against each other as they compete for souls in nine different local multiplayer game modes across four realms and 40 arenas. This is demonic local multiplayer action at its bloodiest. All right. Cool. <laughs> Whatever game I've never heard of. Um, then we have Dream Ball, which looks ridiculous, oh, no. coming out on the 20th. Dream Ball is a fun sports game with ragdoll physics set in dreams with one clear objective. Try to score more than your opponent before time's up. Play up in the, what? Play up in the space under the sea in a pirate island let your imagination fly or let be carried by hours. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. God. I'm not messing this one up, guys. This is all the way it's typed out. Ready to dream? Immerse yourself in this world of dreams. <laughs> this is going to be game of the year. Oh, my gosh. Watch out, indie game, for next year. Jeez. Dream no, no, not indie you. game. Just game <laughs> of the year. <laughs> I was thinking this was going to remind me of, uh, what's that world? Uh, what's that game called? Uh, Human um, Fall Flat? Yeah. Yeah. But nope, no. probably not. Nope. Then we have Helmut, the badass from hell. This looks really good. Is, is, does it? It's like a Enter the Gungeon kind of roguelike kind oh, of game. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah, because it says, Helmut, the badass from hell, is a fast-paced bullet storm dungeon crawler that cranks the nonsense up to 11 and puts you right in the thick of it. Take control of various transformations, with a capital T, apparently, <laughs> and unlock new transformations each time you complete the game. But it's coming out on Tuesday. There you go. Okay, because when it said Bulletstorm Dungeon Crawler, I was like, I don't know what that yep. looks like, but okay, that makes sense That's then. That's what that is. Uh, <clears throat> then we have Ito Hero coming out on Tuesday. Ito Hero is a vertical shoot 'em up with a beautiful pixel art graphics inspired by many old school classics. Staged across nine action-packed levels, Ito Hero features a unique and fresh approach to the popular color polarity mechanic with interactive level elements color zones and reflective surfaces and much more i wonder what color polarity mechanic means i don't yeah that's a weird term hmm. i think if i'm remembering huh. right there's, I think there's like a game called like ikaruga or something like that where you change your ship color from black to white and then when whenever you 
the bullets that are coming at you are either black or they're white. Okay. And so you have to change colors to avoid bullets. Or you can just try and avoid all the bullets, which makes it way harder mm-hmm. while you shoot enemies and stuff. But yeah, like unless that's the similar kind of thing where you change to a different color and now you can avoid bullets. Maybe. Or things from enemies of that color. I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing here, Michael. Your guess would be better than mine. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing out the old spitball over here. You know? <laughs> then we have Mini Motor Racing X coming to PS4 and PSVR on Tuesday. Grab your controller or VR headset and dive into the high-octane frenzy that is Mini Motor Racing X. The classic Mini Motor career mode is back. What? This was a game before? All right. With hundreds of races, dozens of cars to unlock and upgrade and four fiendish championships to master but that's not all mmrx i think thank you for shortening that adds some firepower to the mix in the new type x model all right i guess it's a car with guns now yeah then we have in dreams vr bundle and this is like n attached to the word dreams i don't know what's happening um coming to psvr on tuesday four incredible vr titles at one low price shooty fruity the assembly perfect and bloody zombies oh it, okay these are all games that have come out before yeah. all right uh, i guess i'll still read it um defend your store from <laughs> mutant fruit discover a morally challenging organization from contrasting perspectives slip away to beautiful and relaxing locations or fight the undead plague undead plague in hand-to-hand combat okay that's all the games then we have party trivia coming on tuesday to ps4 Jam-packed with over 6,000 multiple-choice trivia questions in four genre categories, no game will be the same. Oh, boy. Party trivia is party gaming at its very best in an easy, out-of-the-box, pick-up-and-play way that keeps everyone at the edge of their seat. I'm sure. Oh, man, I'm sure at the edge of my seat, because that's the stage right before I leave the couch and go somewhere else. Then we have Regions of Ruin coming out on the 19th. Ever wonder what would happen if Kingdom met a broad, skill-based, open-world RPG? I, I tell you, Michael, I, I lay awake many a night wondering that. Me too. Oh, man. Stare at the ceiling just thinking it. <laughs> Welcome to Regions of Ruin. Regions of Ruin is a 2D side-scrolling RPG with town building in an open world that progressively challenges your hero and settlement the further you delve into the vast continent. Okay. There's a lot going on there. What a what a description. I wasn't expecting that when they said open world RPG and then they're like two D side scroller. Yeah, no. Okay then. And then for the game that takes the cake with the worst picture I've ever seen on one of these these lists, Sacrolith the Archer's Tale, coming to PSVR on the seventeenth. Sacrolith the Archer's Tale is a VR bow shooter. With bow, arrow, and magic, help your brothers overcome all threats in the way of the main goal. The magic stone called Sacrolith that grants a power over dragons. <laughs> what does this picture have to do with anything like that? What the heck? That's an arrow coming at a dude whose face is like... Distorted? Like looking it's like, at the arrow. It's like he just got, got like punched, punched yeah. in slow-mo and his jaw is like all weird and then he's about to get hit by an arrow. So I feel bad for this dude. Also, what was the point of chainmail if it couldn't <laughs> stop arrows, you know? Like... Come on, guys. Although I guess that's that's pretty tough to stop arrows. Yeah, probably. regardless. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll apologize, Chainmail. <laughs> you're, you're doing okay there. You're doing your best. Um, then we have Soccer Pinball coming out on the 20th. Choose your team and beat your opponent. Have a soccer match with your friend or family member on the pinball field. You will try to score as much as possible within a match. Be the best and write your name on the leaderboard. And your mini audience will always cheer you on. 
That's 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 great to hear. Yeah, mini audience. <laughs> <laughs> then we have oh geez, Stramium Immortality. Wait, what? Stramium Immortally. That's, that's a weird. weird name, dude. Coming out on Tuesday. Bosses and beasties are abound in this oh, bizarre God. and vibrant roguelite shump. What? I think it's supposed shump? to say shmup. Shmup. Like shoot 'em up. Oh, okay, maybe. I think they just yeah, just mix that shump. up. <laughs> um, vibrant roguelite slash slash. Oh, slash. slash. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> slash shmup slash dungeon crawler hybrid. <clears throat> Armed with a jetpack and a smorgasbord of weapons and power-ups, Stramium Immortally pits your lone warrior against the forces of the Queenie Empress. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Agility, precision, and loads of loot are your only means of surviving the Cubicus. All right. Oh, gross. Then we have Tamashi coming out on Tuesday. Tamashi is a puzzle platformer set in a distorted world of striking horror and unsettling imagery. You know, sorry, unsettling imagery. A mysterious imagery. <laughs> a mysterious, We're making up words. Yeah, seriously. A mysterious stranger is summoned to this twisted hell to discover the source of evil that emanates from within. Can you survive the devilish traps, tricky puzzles, and monstrous beings looming in its dark corridors? And Tamashi is Japanese for soul. Oh, okay. So it's Japanese horror over here. Oh, this is the worst <laughs> kind of horror. <laughs> worst as in like the scariest. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the inner friend comes out on the 20th. Descend into an eerie world made of scattered memories and unsolved, unresolved traumas and explore a nightmarish landscape where you will come face to face with childhood fears and nightmares. Led by a mysterious shadow, capital S, Fear, face fears and nightmares inhabiting its materialized subconscious universe. It sounds interesting. Yeah. A lot of horror stuff this week. A lot of horror stuff. I don't like in it. In December. Weird, weird like time it. to come out with these things. Well, Nightmare know? Before Christmas, I guess. is. I suppose, yeah. Then we have Treasure Rangers coming out on the 16th. And this one, actually, I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. Treasure Rangers is a fun puzzle and platforming challenge where you'll need to combine the unique skills of all the characters to advance. Meet Lucy, Eric, Roxy, and Randy, a kid with autism, and experience an incredible adventure in the magic-filled underground caverns beneath the neighborhood. Free your friends, join the squad, and solve the mystery. You know what that reminded me of? Huh. Or at least the, the first description? Oh, is that one game where you're the kids? It's like an 80s. Oh, Crossing yeah, Crossing yeah, Souls. Yeah. yeah, Crossing Souls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that does sound kind of like it a little mm-hmm. bit. But yeah, this looks interesting. Hmm. So I'll have to maybe, maybe see what the trailer looks like for yeah. that. Then we have Unit 4 coming out on the 20th. An alien army has stolen the sacred artifact of our hero's tribe. Similar reports are coming from other planets. Problem. The solar system will decay without the power of these artifacts. Oh, boy. Begin an epic journey to uncover the truth. Can you recover the artifacts before the universe collapses? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. It's just going (laughs) to collapse, guys. Then we have Untitled Goose Game coming out on Tuesday. Maybe you've heard about Untitled Goose Game already, but in case you haven't, we'll catch you up. It's a lovely morning in the village, and you are a horrible goose. That's pretty much it. Best description. <laughs> that's amazing. That is that is one of the best descriptions I've ever that's read. That's awesome. That's, that's pretty great. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, we have Wadham coming out on Tuesday. This is that really weird game yeah, that they showed the, on State of Play, right? Yeah. It's the guys Not who made... Not this last one, but the previous one. Um, by... Uh, Noby Noby Boy. What's that right? rolling? Uh, Katamari. Oh, yeah, Katamari. Katamari. Yeah, Katamari Damacy or something. Mm-hmm. Wait, did they, I don't think they made Nobi Nobi Boy, but they did make that weird game. Have you seen the cover for this game on the PS4? It's literally so. just a white background with one of the, the fruits. Word, oh, okay. Yeah. It's just that. 
<laughs> All right. Then it says, immerse yourself in the creative mind of Keita Takahashi in Wadam. Explore a lonely world where everything has vanished and all seems lost. Play solo or same screen co-op to help Mayor. Uh, that's his name. His name is Mayor. It's a capital M. Okay. Rediscover the joys of friendship. Restore his lost memories. And reconnect with the world itself. It's a game right. about uh, friendship from the sounds of things. Well, there we go. So I was like, okay, that's not too bad. Nice. It's a weird, weird concept. Yep. You go and make friends with poop in a toilet at one point. And I'm just like, all right. That's, that's, needs friends too. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then we have Word Maze by Paugi coming to PS4 and Vita cross by on Tuesday. Another Paugi game. Like a wiggly word search, find the words to solve the maze. It's a new and unique word search variation exclusive to Paugi. There you go, Michael. I don't have words. Yeah. Luckily, <laughs> they luckily Paugi's got all the words, you know? <laughs> um, then we have Xenoraptor coming out on Tuesday. Xenoraptor is a frantic and frenzied twin-stick shooter pitting ridiculously armed space dragons against an interstellar um, armada. Wow. Okay. Oh. Strip your un- sorry. Strip your defeated foes to their of their parts to assemble the ultimate weapon. Xenoraptor is bullet hell action with countless tactical possibilities. That actually sounds cooler than I thought it was going to be. It does. Yeah. Hmm. I have to see what space this is all about. Dragons, space dragons. <laughs> all right. And last uh, but not least, we have Exposed coming out on Tuesday. Pure gameplay, pure fun. Exposed is a modern and challenging tribute to the arcade classics. But which ones? Okay, tell me which ones, guys. Um, avoid opponents. Be aware of your surroundings. Expose the covered area and have lots of fun. Simple controls, demanding levels, but rewarding experience. Oh God! Oh boy! I don't know anything. <laughs> I said I know I said last, but not, but not least. But I'm gonna take least. that back. I think it's I think it's least. All right. But if I was looking at all these and I was like, I already played Untitled Goose Game on the Switch, Michael. I wonder what else I could find on the Switch that was coming out this next week. Where would I look? Uh, you would most likely go to the weekly Nintendo Switch picks. Mm. But for the first time on the Bros and Console podcast oh my gosh. history, I can't recommend a single game. Wow, man. There's okay. not a lot of games. Yeah, there's really not. There was one I might have, mm-hmm. and that was... Kukiyomi. Oh man, okay. But we're, I stopped. We're like we're like one person. Oh, here. we are one person, of course. <laughs> You're just realizing this now. All right. All right. That was the one I would recommend, maybe. But I was like, no, I don't. I'm not too interested in this quite yet. Yeah, and I would say that I'm not super interested in it either. Like, not to the level of like I don't know, like a, a really cool indie game. Um, but, <laughs> but I'm gonna pull it up because I actually looked at this and I was like. This is the only one I can see playing out of all the lists yes. that's coming this next week. And there's only like, I don't know, like ten, like 10 maybe 12 games of the most that's coming mm-hmm. out. Um, but I, I had such a chuckle at the description <laughs> that I had to just like, I'm like, you know what? It's a game. It's coming out on the 19th called Kukiyomi. Um, consider it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into some more like explanation for the title stuff in a bit here. Um, but it's coming out for $4.99 on the Switch. Um, the description. The world. This is Japan. <laughs> and then, in, a, in the weirdest way, I was just like, what is this game? So they say, see how considerate you can be without worrying about what others think. The smash hit game Considerate is coming to Nintendo Switch with some new problems to consider and a two-player mode. Take it with you wherever you go. So okay. what is considerate? <laughs> Simply move the red object on the screen to play each problem. Most of the time, you will be controlling yourself but sometimes you might control other things too. Play through 100 problems and get evaluated on how, in parentheses, considerate you are. 
Now you, you, the Japanese like their word plays. They do. They do. You know, the word considerate and then the, the title consider it. I'm just like, mm, huh? <laughs> getting all these things in. Uh, then they say share a Joy-Con with a friend and you can play the considerate together mode. We hope that this will help you build a considerate and harmo- harmonious relationship with whoever you play with. Okay. And then, oh geez, and then alone or with a friend, enjoy considerate with your, to your heart's content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, think, I think the only thing I thought was like really cool about this game was that obviously it's a wacky idea. I don't know what's going on I don't in either. the screenshots. There's a whole bunch of things happening. Um, uh, but it's your game and watch. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of things going on here. Um, but the the title um, uh, Kukiyomi is Japanese for like um, reading the situation. Kind of oh, thing, okay. Which is which makes sense in terms of like you're trying to be considerate of like what's going on in that like problem. Oh, and I'm like, oh, everything kind of ties together. This seems super Japanese. I might yeah, be interested. Very <laughs> Japanese. But yeah, I'm just like, okay, well, something's going to happen here. And we might have to find out if this game is, you know, worth it. Uh, if this game is worth it, you know, it's 4.99. How if can you go wrong? It's worth my consideration. Yeah. Might consider it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah. But he also what people should consider mm-hmm. is indie games. They should always consider those. But there's always one indie game, you know, every week or so mm-hmm. that somebody mentions yeah. that is always the indie game you should consider yeah. above all. Like right here? Right here. On the, the NIC? Yeah. All right, let's go into Nathan's <laughs> Indie Corner. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, because of the Xbox, now this is going to seem like a weird transition here, but <laughs> stay with me. Because of the Xbox Series X and it, hold, it looking like a PC tower and whatnot, I was yes. kind of, I was thinking, you know, I'm doing some thinking. Were you thinking? I was, I was doing some thinking. <laughs> and then I was thinking to myself, <laughs> <laughs> what a what gonna, a sentence! We're not going to get off of this this thinking thing here. Um, oh, so I was Lord. I was considering things in my brain. Yeah, right? <laughs> what we know. may call thinking. <laughs> oh man! So <laughs> I'm going to say it again because I'm getting stuck. <laughs> I was We're thinking, on Groundhog Day. This oh my is going to repeat I can't itself. Get out of it. So <laughs> last time, I promise. I was thinking. That I don't talk enough about PC games. No, not at all. Because, you know, we don't play PC games. We're console for life. Eat it, PC nerds, you know? (laughs) You said it. (laughs) I said it. Don't worry. I'm just kidding, guys. Um, But I was thinking about it, and I was like, ah, man, there are so many good PC games that hopefully will eventually come to consoles so I can play them. Yes. Because I just, I, I can't, like, fathom putting together my own pc to play video games yeah, and stuff it's, it's just work. like that's oh, a lot of work a lot of things going on there i've heard it's it's a lot of fun doing yeah. that but i'm also just like yeah that's one, one more thing that i can't afford to like spend my time yes on. um but one game that really stood out to me um a long while ago that we talked about called long gone days oh that's a sniper one yeah yeah so um long gone days is being uh developed by a studio called uh bura uh, b-u-r-a um, it's already out on Steam in early access right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking about how the plan was that the full game would be released in 2019. Um, but unfortunately, it seems like the um, developer may have had like a little bit of like a slowdown in terms of the like production of the game and whatnot. Mm. <clears throat> so I'll just kind of read a little bit from the website to kind of give more of a, a full picture here. Um, so the game itself in the about section 
which has a really cool trailer attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the trailer's about like a couple minutes long, but it it's, gives you a good idea of like story and kind of the world and whatnot. Um, but it says, after being deployed to his first mission, Rourke leaves the, and it's called the Corps' base for the very first time, only to discover the dark truth about the operation he's, be- he's part of and the consequences of deserting an inescapable war. With no place to call home now, he must prevent the war from spreading any further, forming strong bonds along the way that will forever change his life. Uh, some of the things that you do within the game, it says communication is key. As long gone days is set in the real world, you'll encounter several language barriers, recruit, uh, yeah, several language barriers, recruit interpreters in order to communicate with others. It's like it shows a picture of a, <clears throat> a woman that you meet who's speaking in Russian. Okay. And it's like, it, it displays it in Russian. So if you can read Russian, like as like you can in real life can read it, then you could probably get through this without an interpreter. Oh. But if you don't, it's like you have to go and find someone who speaks it so that they can interpret oh, for you. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is this is pretty like cool and interesting doing this kind of stuff. Um, they talk about keeping morale high. Uh, you choose dialogue options wisely as they impact your party member's morale, affecting how they perform during battles. While doing so, keep in mind every character has different personality traits and motivations. Then there's uh, what they call sniper mode. Uh, Long Gone Days has two battle systems. Using Rourke's rifle, spot your enemies and take down your targets. So it's like the the other battle system is like a classic uh, turn-based um, battle kind of thing. Right. And even that one is it's an interesting style where um, not kind of like the the really old games um, like like JRPGs and stuff where you see like your characters and their characters like side by side like facing off kind of thing mm-hmm. this one it's like you can see it's kind of more like a like a dungeon crawler okay type of battle looking thing where you see your characters um portraits and like health bars and whatnot on, on the bottom and then up above it shows like the characters that you're battling and whatnot but it's um it's a nice kind of mixture between like anime style art mm-hmm. and then going into the regular game world it's more of like a pixel art kind of thing it's uh, like it combines it, multiple things which is really cool yeah yeah and i think um some of the people that that have talked about it said it's it's a like a mixture of rpg and like visual novel mm. kind of thing which which i'm like oh, this is fantastic. this sounds pretty cool it's a good mixture of like the storytelling and everything like that mm-hmm. um i think one other thing that i do remember I, I can't find it on here exactly but um they talked about how the um game itself has no um unnecessary battles so there's no it sounds like, from what I'm, I'm understanding, it sounds like no grinding involved in oh, like okay. levels and things like that. Okay. So every battle is like serves a purpose for the story, basically. So you're not ever having to, you know, like, like in, in a lot of like JRPGs or just other RPGs, go in and fight a bunch of battles to gain higher levels so that you can progress through parts of the story later on. Right. So I appreciate that kind of aspect because that's always one of the things that I find kind of like slogs down. Yeah, RPGs. tedious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so the, so like we mentioned, the game's in early access right now on Steam. Um, I think it's uh, fourteen ninety nine for that. Uh, and then on the Steam page, I don't think they have it on here, but um, the, oh no, yeah, it's in the, the FAQ. Oh, and the website's down. But. Um, <laughs> of course it is. Oh, there we go, got it. <laughs> um, so the FAQ, so they talked about their, they're not sure exactly when it comes out of early access. Um, they mm-hmm. had talked about that they were look they were shooting for, 2019 was going to be the um what's called full release okay but they don't have a specific date for it and we're almost at the end of the year so probably going to be more so in 2020 um but the 
early access version apparently still has about like eight hours of story. Uh, you get to meet all six party members and um, have a bunch of like side quests that you can go through. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that the full version um, is planned to like have the complete story and a playthrough will be roughly 10 to 12 hours long. Oh, it's not bad. So it sounds like you get a pretty decent chunk of the game if you are doing the early access kind of thing. Um, and of course you travel to different countries and face different enemies and kind of like make your way through everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm pretty excited. They, they said that they have no announcements yet for consoles, Okay, which I'm like, oh man, I yeah. want to play this though. But, um, they, the, the specific wording I think leaves it open. So they, they say at the moment we cannot confirm any console releases and this is any possible console release will come after we come out of early access though. Right. So I'm like, okay, so if they if they are in the works, if things have slowed down the full release, whether that be for, you know, like um, various life reasons or if it's just like things hidden behind the scenes, mm. maybe if it's behind the scenes things, it's possibly that they're working on, you know, like um, getting relations with like publishers and things for console ports. Right. But yeah, if, if all these things are kind of slowing stuff down, then I'm like, okay, there, maybe there's kind of some hope in the in the future. Real question though, would you, if you were a PC gamer, would you pay the fourteen odd some dollars for early access? I think I might. I mean, in in terms of <clears throat> in terms of most games, I don't generally do early access kind of things. Yeah, same. Um, I did one early access on accident for Ark Survival. Oh God! And I was just all like, the oh. games, no. Yeah. Well, because I thought it was, I thought it was done. And and I think at the time, actually, I can probably search it up. I want to say at the time it was like on sale or something. Okay. And so I think then I was like, oh, it's on sale. I saw, um, what's it called, uh, Tim, or yeah, I think like Tim playing through this thing and stuff. Uh, let me see, what's what's the game called? Arc, Arc Survival. Survival. Yeah, it's like Arc something. because it, it, it's Survival. It's I think it's Arc up. Survival, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, because I have a bunch of things apparently in my list. Evolved. That say survival Arc. Evolved. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, Arc Survival Evolved. A-R-K Survival Arc Evolved. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so I, I got that a while ago and then I think started playing it and I was like, this game seems really weird. Like, it's it doesn't seem like it's finished. And yeah. then I, come, I did some research and I was like, oh, because it's early access, but they didn't say anything about <sighs> that. And I'm like, oh, well, that's super annoying. So yeah. I've just kind of been burned by it and I haven't played that game since. Mm-hmm. I probably should because I think the full thing's out now. I think so, but yeah. But I'm just like, wow. Even then, I haven't heard good things about it either. Yeah, like I'd have to re-download <laughs> it and it's like a weird Too version of like semi-real caveman minecraft yeah. or something you poop all the time which is weird oh is it really yeah. yeah you can hear the sound effect i don't know if they change it but when i was watching videos yeah you'd be walking and just oh jeez yeah kind of <laughs> obnoxious <laughs> yeah it doesn't sound entirely appealing but yeah but i mean in terms of like since that's like my only experience with early access kind of thing that one kind of burned me a little bit mm, which is fair but i think like this kind of thing sounds really interesting and mm. it sounds like you get a decent chunk of the game like it'd be one thing if I was paying like fifteen bucks for like a two-hour demo kind of thing. Yeah, that's but fair. when they say like r- like around eight hours, that's a that's a pretty decent size. Like mm-hmm. that's eight out of like if we said it was like twelve, that's like that's like two thirds of the game basically. That's true, yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's that's a pretty decent size there. Now bad. it might it might kind of suck to get to the end of that and then be like, no, it's done. Yeah. I can't yeah. play anymore. But but yeah, there's always things I can play in the meantime. So that is for sure, <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt, that is for sure. Um, but yeah, so the, so they they launched the early access in March 28th of last year, apparently. Mm. So hopefully we'll be seeing the full game eventually, Soon-ish. and then consoles eventually. maybe a little bit after that. Yeah, that'd be cool. It looks really good. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm very, very interested to see more about this. Uh, you know, one thing that I always find Michael's very interested in mm. is the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise over here. Oh, you'd be correct. Yeah. What kind of what kind of Sonic facts you got for me this week, Michael? Um, in Sonic Super Fast Minute, uh, going with what I've gone with the past couple of weeks, uh, development of certain Sonic games. Okay. Now this one will be Sonic CD, and Sonic CD was I feel like an underrated um, game of the Sonic universe. Yeah. I personally played it on the PC oh, a while okay. ago. We had this the yeah. disc of it. Is um, that why it was called Sonic CD? Oh, partly, but it was for the Saturn originally, and oh, okay. they brought it to the PC and stuff. Oop. Um, but if you played Sonic uh, Mania, mm-hmm. do you remember the mini game? Not the one where you're collecting blue orbs. Or oh you're changing boy. the color of the orbs to the blue. Yeah. The one where you're chasing... Oh, chasing that UFO. Yeah, with that's Chaos from Emerald. Sonic CD. Oh, okay. Exclusively. Okay. Gotcha. So, read a little bit of development here. After the release of Sonic the Hedgehog, lead programmer good old Yuji Naka mm-hmm. had grown... Our boy. Had grown dissatisfied with the rigid corporate policies at Sega. So, he moved to the United States to work with Sega Technical Institute. Incidentally, a large number of original design team of Sonic also left for the U.S. to help instruct the American developers. With half of Sonic team and two of its most important creators present, the Sega Technical Institute eventually got the job to develop Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Meanwhile, in Japan, Sonic the Hedgehog CD was handled by a separate development team headed by creator Nato Oshima. Initially, as revealed in interviews and magazine articles, Sonic the Hedgehog CD and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Mega Drive, Genesis, Master System, and Game Gear were all supposed to be the same game. However, hmm. during development, Sonic the Hedgehog CD evolved into a vastly different type of game. Eventually, the gameplay of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 would be favored for future games, but this explains why the theme and handling of Sonic the Hedgehog CD are different, and as well as the use of Sonic the Hedgehog sprites for Sonic. Yeah. Okay. So the, the thing about Sonic CD is, which uh, made it different, it was like almost a, not a different design from Sonic Hedgehog 2 and stuff. Yeah. But you could tell Sonic was, he looked different slightly. Oh, uh, okay. Like he was kind of off? Or, yeah, not okay. off, but just different because it didn't look bad. Okay. Um, but also adult, I don't even know if Sonic CD is canon. I don't think it is. Really? Yeah. Wow, geez. But it dealt with time travel. Oh. Uh, so, okay. um, if I'm going to get this wrong. Wait, actually, I can look at the plot because it says the plot here. Um, the evil Dr. Robotnik steals Little Planet over Never Lake, where special stones known as the Time Stones are found. The Time Stones are powerful gems that are capable of controlling passage of time. Robotnik had his eye on one of the stones all along, ever since the planet appeared on the last month of the year. Upon oh, locating Little Planet, Dr. Robotnik and his robot colonies immediately change Little Planet down on the mountain with the face of Robotnik carved into the mountain. Then Robotnik and the Badniks, I'm assuming the bad guys, <laughs> set about converting the world into a giant fortress. Sonic yeah. arrives on the scene to stop Robotnik from taking all the time stones that will allow him to manipulate time and conquer the world. So if you you beat a level a certain way, yeah, I forgot if you beat it fast enough or you miss something, you'll go into the future or the past and the world will be different. And yeah, if you complete okay. it a different way, you go in the future or the past, the world will be different again. So you can get a bad ending and you can get a good ending. Oh. Yeah. Very, very good game. And they just never continued with it. They just left the standalone time travel Sonic thing. Interesting. Little do we know, CD stands for Cannon Destroyer. (laughs) 
<laughs> because it's not part of the canon of Sonic. Uh-huh. It's a good joke. <laughs> oh my gosh. And this is also the Sonic where you he stands still long enough. Oh yeah. He'll jump off and Yeah, it's like if you if you himself. don't yeah, it's like a little Easter egg they had in the I think the only the original one. I don't, I don't think the stuff afterwards has had it. No. But if you yeah, if you stand still for I think like three minutes, um, like during that whole time, Sonic is like looking towards the camera tapping and like foot. tapping his foot impatiently. But if you stand still for three minutes, he'll just the game will like freeze up, and then Sonic just jumps like off the the edge of the the map to like his death basically. Yeah. And then the game restarts. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's real like, death. That sucks, dude. <laughs> But yeah, that's Sonic CD, which is a very, very good game in my mind. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of episode 54 of the Bros and Consoles podcast. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to write in to brosandconsoles at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at Indy Ronin, I-N-D-I-E-R-O-N-I-N. You can find Michael on Instagram. Uh, gram him some pictures of questions please <laughs> at the world of mike with periods in between each word and yeah we will see you guys and ladies next week for another episode but this one pre-christmas episode oh, oh. what's gonna happen Present. we have no idea what's no, gonna happen. <laughs> but, but it should be a good time because the nice thing about getting close to the holidays is we have a lot more time to play games you know? that's true so Michael will have beaten Hollow Knight before the not, end of the year. Not true. Before the end of the year. Not true, probably. What? <laughs> but you're so close, Michael. I am, but there's so much other stuff I need to do in the game. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Now the, well, we'll talk about all this yeah. next week. <laughs> we'll see how far you've gotten. Maybe I'll have gotten my fourth or fifth badge in Pokemon Shield. Maybe, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to go through and beat games. I'm going to try and do the whole thing where you, play a game and finish it kind of thing so oh, i know i'm playing a, i'm playing a bunch of games yeah i kind of like that kind of like gerard uh, i can't do that once every week oh that's god a no, lot insane. of work it amazes me that he can do that I, I don't think he does we're going on real tangents here oh yeah i yeah. don't think it's once every week because he's mentioned in videos he'll because he i think he posts four videos a, a, a month yeah yeah and mm-hmm. he'll he'll play these games in like a, a span of like a couple weeks uh, like and they'll, okay. it'll just they'll just put they have like a backlog and they'll just upload yeah so they, they must have they must have a backlog of videos that they yeah. can upload and stuff because mm-hmm. there's gonna yeah you gotta have time to like do all the different like, i can imagine that just being draining on him oh like, yeah he's yeah. doing it all the time like that yeah all of his strength must go to his beard yeah, oh god it's, it's massive so <laughs> man, majestic mm-hmm. <laughs> okay after that tangent there we will see you guys next week with another episode probably some more games yeah until then peace <laughs> wait what was the thing i forgot the thing from the last episode i don't even remember was it uh, uh bro bump and we out peace <laughs>